Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. What is going on, good people? We've got a lot to talk about today. We've got Lamar Jackson news, Christian McCaffrey news, fantasy football news galore, Cam Akers and A-Rob aftermath. What do we do with Stafford? Is Cooper Cup going to be okay if Stafford's not okay? We got the uh, we got the live uh, count of the, the channel subscribers right here, 13 Four zero one. So if you're watching and you you want to hear you want to see that number pop up, just click that subscribe button. We we want everybody here watching. It's it's a weird number of people that watch every single day that that still don't hit the subscribe button. You get alerted more. It gets the video video will get suge- uh, suggested to you more if you're subscribed versus not subscribed. So hit that button. Help your boy Smitty out. Watch this number grow. Um, appreciate you all being here. Let's get into the news and, and then we'll start getting into some Q and A. Uh, taking some voicemails, taking some phone calls, helping you win your championship in 2022. Let's go. From the fantasyfootballshow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. And and by the way, uh, my boy right here, this is this is Jake Nielsen right here. Let me just announce it, Jake Nielsen, winner of the Beast hoodie. Let's go over to the uh, let's go over to the 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 board real quick. Hold on. So. Jake Nielsen is winner of the Beast Hoodie from our people at Grindhouse. Jake won this bad boy right here from the Week 1 Panic Chamber episode. Every single Panic Chamber episode, we're giving out one of these uh, or something like this. Um, This is the the Beast Hoodie from Grindhouse, our our sponsors of the Panic Chamber. Every single uh, week of this season, we're giving away something. The, the next t-shirt that we're giving, or the t-shirt we're giving away next, it's going to be a t-shirt, not a hoodie, is this one right here. Got all, all this clothes. They sent me so much stuff. Uh, this one right here. This t-shirt right here from Grindhouse. This is That's the back. I keep dropping it. This is the front, and it's Reptilicus. These are all uh, uh, t-shirts from the, like, uh, uh, movies and, and vintage tees from the 80s. So we're giving that one away. But, uh, Jake, your, your t-shirt's on the way, pal. I just got word that it's on the way. It's getting sent out. We're giving away one piece of apparel every single week during the Panic Chamber episode, so get ready. Uh, Jake says, what happened to Cam Akers? He's clearly joking. Uh, so many people. Um, uh, be careful with all, all all those messages in a row there, Slayer. You don't want to get uh, moderated by the re- repetition. <laughs> but I appreciate you, Slayer. Slow down on that. Throttle it back, Slayer. Um what happened to Cam Akers? I mean, I, I mean, writing was on the wall, right? I, and, and Jake's joking here, but we have so many people panicking about Cam Akers. Probably not from this community, though. Probably not from this community because we knew what time it was. The writing was on the wall. Now, A-Rob is a different story. I was definitely not on the A-Rob train um, to the degree everybody else was. I, I admit I was getting a little bit more, I don't know, uh, encouraged by his camp play and the buzz, but everybody was jumping on him in like the fourth and fifth round. That's too early. It was way too early. The signs were there too that you know a second wide receiver on this team shouldn't be a fourth round pick. Um, but I do feel like people are going to have knee jerk reactions to both Cam and to a Rob. And let's let's dig into that first, and then we'll get into Lamar Jackson news since we're on the topic of Cam Akers. So Cam Akers, uh, thank you. Uh, 
Memphis for, for subscribing to the channel. We're at 13403. Appreciate you guys, all your support. We're going to be at 15, uh, 14K uh, by probably the end of next week at the rate we're growing right now. Appreciate all your support, guys. Hit that hit that uh, thumb up button and subscribe if you're new. So Cam Akers came out and dropped a complete dud. Three carries for zero yards. Zero yards. He could have only done worse if he had negative yardage. Um, writing was on the wall. Clear as day this was going to happen. I tried to warn everybody, if, screaming from the rooftops, but I kept hearing things like, Smith, Smitty, you're going to be sorry. You're going to be sorry, Smitty. Cam's going to come out and look fantastic. Cam Akers is not going to ever be the same player he was once at one point when people thought he was going to potentially be a top 10 running back. Never once in the history of the NFL has a running back tore his Achilles tendon and come out and become a top 10 or even top 15 running back. It's just not going to happen. And part of it's because the job's no longer there for you by the time you get fully recovered. And it takes not one year, not half a year. It takes two or three years to get your explosion back from a, a torn Achilles tendon. Running backs don't have that kind of time. Running back shelf lives are about that long. You can't wait three or four years, come back and try and become a top 10 to 10 to 15 running back. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. And J-Rob, maybe J-Rob looks better than Cam. Maybe J-Rob stays healthy all year. Who cares? It has no relation to ETN whatsoever. If J-Rob can't do it, Snoop Connor's going to do it. Somebody's got to run for seven, 800 yards so that ETN can focus on doing ETN things, like catching footballs, like being the, the Eckler of old where Eckler ran for 550 or 650 on the ground and pulled in 8, 9, 1,000 yards through the air. That's what ETN is. We don't need ETN to run for 1,400 yards. Somebody's got to do it. J-Rob has zero to do with with ETN's rise. Zero. Just like Cam Akers' yardage total from last night. Zero. Okay? ETN and J-Rob, there's no correlation whatsoever. It's either Snoop Connor or it's J-Rob or it's somebody. It's my grandma. It's whoever can come in and run and try and spell ETN's workload in the in the rushing department so he can line up all over the field. ETN is a weapon, and he's the best offensive weapon on that Jaguars roster. Don't worry about J-Rob. Don't worry about J-Rob. I have no, I have no concerns or cares about J-Rob. I hope he does good. I hope him and Snoop Connor. I don't care which one wants to take that role. That role is there for a reason. So I just want to make sure people understand what's going on with that situation. Cam Akers, total avoid. Do you go cutting Cam Akers? No. No. Um, do you cut Cam Akers? No. Do you sell them low? Depends what, what low is. Depends what the offer is. Cam Akers is somebody that you can... You can potentially package in a deal to maybe get a, a tiny upgrade. Example, case in point. You want to trade Cam Akers away, okay? You got Cam. Nobody is taking Cam one for one for player uh, player X. Why would you trade player X for Cam Akers? Nobody's going to do it. Why on earth would you try and upgrade somebody or trade somebody a Ramondre Stevenson or anyone of that that nature for Cam Akers you wouldn't do it the only way you can trade and get away with getting Cam Akers off your roster 
at a reasonable price is to add something. So let's say you're trading Deontay and Cam for an AJB. And you believe AJB's better than Deontay. Maybe this owner's like, ah, I kind of like Deontay as much as AJB and I'm getting Cam. Now I'm willing to take on the risk of Cam. This is the only way to get rid of Cam Akers. Or in a similar fashion, maybe you have a, a quarterback like uh, like Dak and you send Dak and Cam to get a Burrow. This is the only way to get rid of Cam Akers right now. A two-for-one where somebody says, eh, why not? Try and get rid of him. Why would you not try and get rid of him? It's a smart play. Get rid of him now because what have I been telling you over and over? Cam Akers is very, very likely to suffer some sort of other lower body injury coming back from an Achilles tear. Why? It's called compensation. Compensation injuries happen with Achilles tendon injuries. They happen with ACLs. They happen with any of these significant season-ending ligament injuries and tendon injuries in the lower body because guess what happens once you come back? You start cutting really hard and you start getting scared and nervous. You don't trust your leg. You lay off a little bit. And you start putting pressure on other parts of the body. Your hamstring, your calf, your patellar tendon. uh, Those types of things. Quad injuries. A lot of times people have a quad injury. They'll put more pressure on the knee and the patellar tendon. Boom. Can can injure that way. Um, A lot of times players have a a potential ACL or knee issue. And they they hold off a little bit. And they cause calf injuries and things of of that nature. You're oftentimes having some sort of compensation involved on a comeback from a season-ending injury. And that compensation is going to put more pressure on another part of the body. And so Cam Akers and James Robinson have a higher likelihood than any other player in the NFL to have a lower leg or lower body injury in 2022, especially early on. So get ready for that. Uh, McVay said Cam Akers needs to play with an increased level of urgency. That is definitely for sure. In fairness, he only got three carries. And they didn't target him in the passing game. But on those three carries, McVay was disappointed. That's not a good sign. I think a good sign would have been like, oh, like the earlier report. We forgot to use him. Just like McVay uh, forgets to use everybody, right? He always has that as, as an excuse. Well, we didn't we didn't have time to use him. Oh, we need to do a better job of getting that player on the field and whatnot. Um, so Cam Akers, honestly, I would say... I'm not cutting them. I think people have messaged me last night. People were like, "Hey, should we should we cut Cam Akers? Should we cut Cam Akers? Um, should I get rid of them?" Or one guy said, "I cut Cam Akers, Smitty. I cut him. You shouldn't cut him. You can throw him in the deal I just showed you. This deal right here is a deal worth doing. Cam and Dak for Burrow, or a Deontay and Cam for an upgraded AJB. That's how you get rid of Cam. But you do get rid of him. You get rid of him right now. Okay, go get rid of him right now." Um, uh, this is from, uh, this report, this one's from Adam Schefter. Um, we know about this, right? This has been talked about all week. We knew we probably weren't going to see a deal get done. Uh, Lamar Jackson decided to turn down the Ravens offer, uh, and bet on himself. Basically what's, what this has come down to is Lamar wants guaranteed money that looks and smells an awful lot like the contract that, uh, that Deshaun Watson got where there's $230 million guaranteed dollars headed his way. I'm sure he would accept anything in the $200 million guaranteed dollar range, um, but but I'm pretty 
pretty sure that the, the, the Ravens weren't even close on this one, which is why Lamar said, this is it. You either do it Friday or I'm out. If they were close or they were inching close toward a deal, Lamar would have been more patient with that. Lamar has no agent, which is ridiculous. Um, maybe it works out at the end of the day and the Ravens take care of him in a way that they wouldn't have if he had an agent. So maybe this all ends up working out. But for him to not be negotiating with an agent who does this for a living is ridiculous on Lamar Jackson's part. He's going to go out there, bet on himself, which is I admire it, but it's reckless because the man runs 150 to 190 times a season. And the li- the likelihood of injury is extremely high. And the fact that he put on 18 pounds of weight to help absorb hits while he runs more this season because he runs 150 155 times a season prior to last year. Last year he was on pace to run about 190 times. So this this team is going to ask him to run the football more. They decided they've announced that they're they're more run heavy this year than they were last year which means they're dialing back the pass by design, which is controlling Lamar Jackson, which has never worked out in the past. Whenever they've tried to dial back Lamar, let's have him run less, let's do this, let's do that, Lamar Jackson hasn't responded well because he needs to be Lamar. You can't control him. You can't put him in a box. These things don't end well for Lamar Jackson or the offense in the flow of offense. You trade away the number one wide receiver in Hollywood Brown. You decide to run the ball more. You decide to do all these things, you're changing everything. 18 pounds gained weight. I don't like it. I think Lamar Jackson's making a grave mistake because I think an agent would have helped him get to the number he needed to get to before this deadline that he drew, which was today. And Lamar Jackson's now walking in with with a potential risk of, of some kind of big injury because he runs the ball aggressively. He doesn't just run a little bit. He runs aggressively. He runs more than any other running quarterback in the in the NFL. And so the odds of injury are very, very high. Very high. And people that say you can't predict injury, Smitty, and people that say, Smitty, you can't, uh, this is ridiculous. How dare you, Smitty, say that a player is going to get hurt? Look, you run the ball 150 to 200 times, you are easily in the category of the most likely to get hurt players in the National Football League when you're a quarterback. Josh Allen does have a high injury risk because he runs as well. Uh, Lamar has a high injury risk. He runs He runs a ton. Any quarterback running the football has a high injury risk. You got to know that when you're drafting a player. Uh, but Lamar Jackson's a player I'm avoiding right now at the cost of entry. And obviously drafts are pretty much all over. Some people still draft after this day. I don't know why. I have some, several people that are drafting right now that follow me and they're just going to include Thursday stats. Maybe they got together late. Maybe people were dilly-dallying about draft dates and they're forcing it. But basically, it, that makes that makes Josh Allen a, a first-round pick because people are going to get those points and know what know what they you know what what they're getting out of Josh Allen. So that's a strange way to do your league, but to each their own. If you want to if you missed out on a, on doing an extra fantasy league and you're like, "Hey, I need to do one." Go to Underdog Fantasy, link in description, use promo code SMITTY. They'll match up to $100 in your first deposit. Go play Underdog Fantasy, link in description, and I'm going to put the link in the live chat right now. Make sure you play Underdog Fantasy in 2022. Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity. They will match up to $100 in your first deposit. Use promo code SMITTY. There's nothing worse than having injuries 
and you don't have anything else to play for in week 10, week 11, week 12, if you have these best ball drafts, you got so much to play for. Not to mention that right now, all the 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 long the long season drafts are done. The the full season drafts, the the um, the underdog uh, uh, best ball mania three, and all those those are done. Now it's daily fantasy contest. Now it's you're drafting for this coming week. It's fantastic. It's fun. Go do it. Stevenson is my new will win my me my league. Jake, I love Stevenson right now. Everybody should be drafting Stevenson or, or trading for Stevenson if, if he's available. I did a, a Stevenson post on my on my IG and my YouTube shorts, and I had four or five people immediately DM me saying, I don't know how, but Stevenson's on waivers. And I just picked him up, and I feel like I'm going to win my league right now. So go check your waiver wire. If you're playing with a bunch of grandmas, he might be out there. If you've got really shallow benches, like four, five, six bench spots, he might be out there. Now, this next piece of news right here, J.K. Dobbins, this is Ravens-related questionable for week one this is another complete avoid why anybody's going near jk dobbins is beyond me the fact that so many people drafted him and cam Akers when i've been beating a dead horse on the topic over and over all offseason long he's not ready he's not ready we just saw this play out with saquon barkley i told you to stay away from saquon barkley the writing was on the wall When you're not ready for week one and you're coming off an ACL tear, there's no hope for you to just get better while you're playing on it and causing swelling and all kinds of issues with the knee. He's not ready. The knee's not ready. The reason your knee swells up is it's a reaction of defense to say, hey, what are you doing to this knee? And you can't prepare. No team or coach or player is going to shove an ACL recovered player out there in the preseason or in practice or in scrimmages and put them to the rigorous test of, hey, let's see how this knee does. You always hold back until week one and say, okay, let's shove him out there and see how he does. Good luck, JK. Nobody's put to the test. So, oh, he looks ready. He's ready. He's going to be healthy. No, he's coming out there the first time taking hits to the knee, 300-pound lineman driving him into the ground. Like, J.K.'s going to have massive swelling. This is when you don't practice week in and week out. Like, J.K., Godwin, complete avoids for me all offseason long. Akers, complete avoid. These season-ending injuries, Achilles, ACL, they are tough to come back from year one, especially when you're Godwin and you're one of the most injury-prone wide receivers in the National Football League, and now he's very questionable for week one. He's not ready. If he's not ready for week one, he's not going to be ready for the season at, at all at any point in the early earlier part because he's going to have swelling. His knee's not even close to ready. He's going to get thrown to the wolves. Same with J.K. Dobbins. Complete avoid. Sell him high while you can. Sell him high while you can. Kyron Williams. This is this is news that affects you know the running back room. Uh, uh, Henderson. Henderson's the running back one in, in, in L.A. right now. McVay said Kyron Williams will have surgery on his high ankle sprain and be sidelined six to eight weeks. So that that's done. That experiment's done for 2022. It's now Darren Williams. They may bring in another running back. They may trade for a running back. I could see a Kareem Hunt trade or something like that midseason. Don't go tra- buying Kareem Hunt right now on that assumption. I'm just saying that if, if this running back room can't stay healthy, McVay's got to do something. 
And, and so there are, you know, Madison, there's there's Kareem Hunt, there's a couple options out there. And it wouldn't surprise me if they did make a move for running back. Uh, Jalen Waddell was remo- removed from the week one injury report. That's great news. I do worry about him. He's been wearing like a, a leg sleeve and, and missing for like almost two weeks now from practice. And in the quad, uh, remember I told you quad patellar tendon, quad knee, a lot of, a lot of compensation injuries can occur with a quad, with a, a calf, whatever quad, you know, you, you're, 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 you're holding up and pulling up and you're putting more pressure on your knees to take the absorbing shock of, of cutting left and right. So, monitor this i don't like that a quads kept him out this long it had to be a, a quite a quad injury to be out for like nearly two weeks so i'm a little skeptical of waddle this season i feel like another injury is very likely given that he's coming in not like where he needs to be michael k cpa the highest super chatter of the year in a single live stream with the 512 a 512 dollar super chat in one single live stream that's my boy right there. That's my boy. Let's put him over in the corner and look at that wonderful, beautiful face right there, Michael K. CPA. Let's give him a round of applause on that. Yeah, yeah, Michael K. CPA. Appreciate you, buddy boy. We appreciate you a whole heck of a lot, Michael K. Um, all right, let's get to this next piece of news. Um... This one is Donald uh, Parham is going to be uh, questionable or doubtful with the hamstring. So this means what? This means that that Everett, Everett is a pretty sneaky pick up and play, plug and play tight end um, catching footballs from a guy known as Justin <sighs> Hubert. Where's my Hubert button when I need it? Justin Hubert. Hubert, where are you? Where is my Hubert button? Where, where are you? Oh my God! Where's my Hubert? There we go. This guy, Herbert. Everybody's saying Josh Allen, and I agree. Josh Allen to the moon. Josh Allen's gonna have a special season. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, and Justin Herbert are worth drafting this whole wait on a quarterback late you should wait on a quarterback always wait on a quarterback smitty always it's just the way to go don't listen to any analysts in fact unfollow and stop watching them immediately if they're telling you things like blanket statements like don't draft a quarterback early context matters flow of draft matters if you're sitting there at 4.12 and at herbert's there or josh allen was there at 4.05 and you were staring players in the face that you didn't love like deontay or fournette or players like that and you didn't take josh allen and you didn't take herbert or you didn't do this or that because of somebody's blanket statement that didn't look at your draft board then that person should not be listened to. I'm sorry. That's plain and simple. Now, at the same time, did I when I saw a player like ETN sitting there and I'm like, okay, I could get Herbert here or I could get ETN and get Joseph Cigar Smoking Burrow in round six and a half, that was the play to make. There's tons of different avenues to take. You can always win through different avenues. Don't listen to anybody that tells you you've got to go a certain direction. But on this note here, we've got a man. I'm going to get to all the Super Chats in a minute. I got Master Super Chat right here. Let me put that right here. 
Um, sorry, Michael K. I set that right on Michael K. CPA's face here. Ken, thank you for the super chat. Um, Prime, I've got you loaded up, locked and loaded. Michael, you are loaded and in the queue of super chats, my man. Noah, with the $10 hauler, I'll give you the proper standing O once I get to your question. Terry R., appreciate your super chat. Good buddy, kind sir. Kevin, thank you. You're in the queue, Kevin. Uh, uh, Christian, you're in the queue. I got you right there, buddy boy. Appreciate you. Um, and uh, let's see. Do we have any other super chats at the top of the show? that I, I don't think so, but please let me know and I'll throw it on there. Um, what's up? Smitty, should I play Kittle this weekend? Uh, RSF 49 says, it uh, doesn't sound like he's playing good, buddy. Um, if, if he plays, we'll see. But God, Kittle is so disappointing. Right now. I'm sorry, Raj, but I'm disappointed in him. I'm disappointed in him. Can't even make it on the field in week one. You know, it'd be different if he missed like week four. Can't even make it week one. You draft him, you can't even use him. It's very disappointing, Raj. Very disappointing. Um, pick up Everett if you need a tight end, if you're in a bind. Uh, this 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 news right here. This is glory. Um, Javante Williams. Like, first of all, people take this news as a negative when you could easily take this news as a positive. Not to mention it gives him a lower trade value right now, in a sense, because people freak out over anything. People are, are anxious people. People are funny. And, and the fact that Nathaniel Hackett said he's a true believer and you want to roll with the hot hand when discussing running the running back situation between Javante and Melvin Gordon. And people are running for the... Like, they're, they're, they're getting scared and panicked about... Javante. They saw what happened to Cam Akers. They saw what happened to Allen Robinson. And people are trying to uh, transition that fear onto Javante Williams. And that's great for you because if you can go trade your Saquon Barkley for Javante and you got buyer's remorse on Saquon Barkley, maybe you drafted uh, a guy like Fournette and you've got a guy like Deontay and you can couple the two together. Deontay and Fournette like this. Fournette. Deontay for Javante. Smash. Smash. And and you can get this done. Why? Because this guy's gone in the third round in a lot of drafts. He, he, he goes bottom of round two, sometimes round three. This guy's gone in round two at times during the offseason, and I've screamed about it. I don't know why anybody would trust Fournette at all with a second-round pick, let alone a third-round pick, let alone a fourth-round pick. But Deontay going sometimes in the third round with scratching. I scratch my head just like when everybody took A-Rob in round four, which was a huge mistake that I, I couldn't believe my eyes when I kept seeing that over and over. Fournette, Deontay, Javante. Maybe you've got a, 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 a running back like Barkley, like I said. I trade Barkley all day long with Deontay for Javante. Um, so go get Javante right now while you still can. This news is fantastic. People freak out about stuff like this. They don't even see that this could be a positive for Javante. Like, let me ask you a question, okay? You've got, this is like Sesame Street. One of these things uh, doesn't look like the other, okay? One of them is a guy that has broke, more broken tackles than anybody in the NFL, okay? And he played halftime. And the other guy's an aging running back 
that has a pedestrian yards per carry average before he came to Denver that was like right around 3.9 to 4.0. And Denver ran the ball well. They helped him vault that up a little bit. So he's over 4.0 now. But you've got a a pedestrian 3.9 to 4.1 yard per carry running back that's older, that took a lot of miles on last year, that was lucky to even escape last year without injury. You got this guy over here. You got this guy over here that's broken more tackles than anybody in the National Football League in 2021 as a halftime running back. Out-tackle-breaking JT. Out-tackle-breaking Najee Harris from a halftime role. One of these does not look like the other. And this man right here just said, I'm a true believer. This is Hackett. This is actual audio from Hackett's press conference. I'm a true believer in that you want to roll with the hot hand when discussing running back situation between Javante and Melvin Gordon. If that doesn't make you feel like this is good news for Javante, then shame on you. Melvin Gordon is only going to threaten Javante a certain amount. Javante Williams is going to shine. He did this in college. He was a tackle-breaking monster in college. He's a tackle-breaking monster already in the NFL. What do you think happens when you give the ball to a tackle-breaking machine and you give the ball to an aging running back that is older, that is a pedestrian 3.9 to 4.1 yard per carry running back Who do you think is going to be the hot-looking hand? This is the best news you could have heard all day. Let people freak out about it. Let people interpret it the way they want. And go get your man, Javante Williams, while you still can in leagues where you regrettably didn't make it happen. So get out there and go get it. CMC is no longer on the injury report. I don't know if I fully believe that he's going to stay healthy this year, honestly. or I, I know I don't believe he's going to stay healthy this year. Thank you for the super chat. I'll, I'll toss all the super chats on screen in order here. Appreciate everybody dropping them. Uh, this one's from Derek. Derek, you're in the queue. Christian McCaffrey. I mean, you you probably spent a high draft pick on him if, if you own him. He's off the injury report. Remember when he came back from injury and I said sell him? And we had that guy come in here and said, running back one. Christian McCaffrey, running back one. Smitty, you're going to pay. Smitty, running back one, Christian McCaffrey, you're going to, I'm going to show you, I'm coming back every day. This guy said, I'm coming back every day and dropping Christian McCaffrey, running back one in your chat, Smitty, because he's coming back from injury. You're telling people to sell him. You're going to make people lose their leagues. I'm going to be back every single day. McCaffrey comes back. Sell, 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 sell. Gets hurt right away. So I'm not saying to sell the sell him for cheap, sell him low, but if you drafted McCaffrey, I, I I don't I don't know why you wouldn't use this news to at least explore going and getting a Javante or a DeAndre Swift and getting something else in return. If you could literally off the Javante news trade Christian McCaffrey. I saw a comment there that, that Gordon's only 29. You know that the, the drop-off age for a running back is 27 now? You just said 29? It's 27, bro. He's he's plus two years of borrowed time already. Like what, that, Thank you for proving the point. 29 is not good for a running back. That's a that's that's almost an impossibility. Um here we go. So if you take CMC and you trade him for Javante off of the news that I just read you that people are going to freak out about. Oh, go with the hot hand. 
that doesn't sound like a commitment to Javante. I'm going to go ahead and maybe sell this guy. CMC, oh, he's off the injury report. It was just a little itty-bitty shin injury. So now, what can you get? What if this guy's got AJB? What if you could get... Oh, I'm sorry. AJB. What if you could get AJB and Javante for CMC? What if you could get uh, scary, uh, scary Terry McLaurin and Javante for CMC? What if you could get a Pierce, which everybody's starting to kind of uh, like almost have a like a scary, like maybe we're getting too high on this guy, especially off the A-Rob stuff. You might be able to get this combination for CMC. I do that all day long, every single day. I, I, there's just no question about it. That is the best move you could possibly make. Super chats from uh, Manuel. I'm going to put you right here in the queue. Appreciate you. Yeah, A-Rob. A-Rob. I don't understand the A-Rob love that was out there. Go go trade McCaffrey high. I'm not saying sell him cheap. I'm not saying that he can't deliver. But like I always tell you, that fantasy football is like a roulette wheel in that every player is a roulette wheel. And CMC is a roulette wheel and CMC we go through more markers on this show CMC is a roulette wheel and he's got more X's than he has check marks and then a couple you know uh, this probably isn't enough spots to, to to like emphasize what I'm trying to get, get out here I should have did more spots but my point is there's so many X's on here. Ability for this ball to bounce in and land in one of those bus spots. Look at every player like a roulette wheel. CMC's got way more X's than he does check marks. And, and and it's just not it's not a good bet at top five overall value. And if you can trade CMC or Henry or any player that has a roulette wheel, if we're looking at it like that, that has more X's than it does check marks opportunities to to deliver and 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 win for you you're missing the boat on trying to get rid of that player when you can this is another player that i would trade high look look he's already injured he's already injured what did i say compensation this right here is a model of a foot okay this is where he injured his foot this deltoid ligament right here I know there's a deltoid. I get it. This I believe this is also called a deltoid. The deltoid ligament is responsible for holding and kind of securing and stabilizing this part of, of the upper part of the foot and the ankle and keeping these bones essentially tight and together. And when you injure that, it feels like these are separating. Very painful. He had to modify the way he stepped. He had to compensate. His whole, his whole step, his whole movement is compensation at this point because... If he had to compensate on how he would plan on the leg, he's causing all kinds of potential trickering, trickling up and lingering effects in the leg. And so that's why he's suffering with hamstring injuries because he doesn't trust cutting fully yet. He's not fully back. And when you pull back and hold back and you're already an injury-prone player like Godwin, like J.K. Dobbins, like Cam Akers. Cam Akers is one of the most injury-prone players I, I, tar- I identified last year. Before his Achilles tear. My number one or number two avoid running back from last year was Cam Akers before his Achilles tendon tear. Identified by me as one of the most injury prone players in the in the National Football League. 
He had like three or four injuries as a rookie. He he leads with his head. He's reckless with his body. Proven again by coming back six months after recovery on a, a torn Achilles tendon. He's reckless with his body. Michael Thomas has been missing for two years. He doesn't trust his, his leg foot, his leg slash foot. He's going to be compensating. He's going to get injuries like hamstrings, quads, calves. He's not going to stay healthy. And if he does, does anybody think, have we, can we, can we remember a time where a player's been missing for two years after being on the top? Missing for two years and come back and return to form just years later? Can, can somebody throw out a name? I'm not saying I'm not misremembering that there is one or two players that come to mind, but two years. We've got Saquon and Michael Thomas that feel very, 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 very risky with this type of uh, of thinking. The investment is very high. Some people drafted Mike Thomas very late. Some people drafted him a lot higher. Mike Thomas is one of the worst bets as a wide receiver too. He's an okay 3-4 because you can maybe trade him. But if you don't trade him now... I worry you won't be able to trade them at all. There are people that are ambulance chasers in fantasy football. There's always one Bob or one Bill in your league that's like, huh, maybe I should I buy low on Cam Akers right now? This seems like it could be a real opportunity. <laughs> There's always one or two. Try and find that guy. You probably know who it is in your league. I get I get for every 15 message no, probably for every 50 messages, and I get a lot of them that say God, Cam, I should have listened to you. Or what do I do with Cam, Smitty? What do I, don't tell me you told me so. Just what do I do with Cam? Every 50 of those, I get one person, one Bob that comes in and says, should I buy Cam Akers low? (laughs) Should I? You know he's willing to buy Mike Thomas low too. These people you need to go after and try and try and uh, attack because they might see this as an opportunity there. They love to come in and buy a bargain and they think Mike Thomas might be a bargain. Uh, go go get go get rid of Mike Thomas now while you still can. Here's another potential. Sorry, Raj, if you're watching, put your earmuffs on, Raj. Raj probably has 49er earmuffs that have like fuzzy red fluff on them. Put them on, Raj. Don't listen to this segment. I don't think you can even trade Kittle high. I think no one's going near him right now at the near cost of entry that you ended up spending to get him, which wasn't a bad deal on draft day. I admittedly drafted him in a couple leagues because at 5.10 or 6.2, he felt like a steal. He felt like a steal. Um, I still think he can be if he gets onto the field, but this is not good. He hasn't even played yet. Week one, and he's already not potentially playing week one for us, and he is a top five round player. And that that's a really bad spot to be in. Uh, this is a man that I fear, yeah, is in that category of glass, made of glass, Barkley made of glass, Christian McCaffrey made of glass. They weren't always made of glass. Kittle was not always made of glass. Barkley was, uh, uh, not always made of glass in our minds. Christian McCaffrey most certainly was not made of glass at one point in his career, but mileage and workload does something to a player. Kittle plays harder than any player in probably the league. Him and Gronk are so abusive to their own bodies. 
Kittle is the definition of a player that puts his body on the line to get one extra yard. He'll hang himself up with one defender wrapped around his leg and try scooting forward and just gets drilled by three and four guys at one time upright trying to get one extra yard. That's a guy you want to go into battle with. I admire it a lot, but it puts his body in a very vulnerable situation. This guy tries to get every single inch. Uh, Sonny, I know I've got all the super chats piled up here, buddy boy. So I'm going to go through them in just one second. I appreciate you dropping it. Um, I'll put it on, I'll put it on screen here for sure. It's right there. You're in the queue, Sonny. I gotcha. Um, I mean, (laughs) I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. I've got him in a couple leagues. No one's trading for him. You got to put him on the bench and hope that he returns to form. There's not much else to do. Uh, maybe somebody has another tight end that the situation is bad and they're looking at that that bargain. You can maybe go that direction, but uh, honestly, it's not a good look. I'm not expecting a, a, a ton out of, of Kittle right now. Maybe that changes, but it's just it's upsetting when he can't even make it onto the field in week one. Smitty, love the channel, man. Uh, need PPR one. Need one. Parker, Hardman, Claypool, Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith, pal. Easy call. Yeah, Sonny, I got you. Don't worry. Almost done with the news. Um, next piece of news here, and there's two more. Rondell Moore is out week one. It's uh, Hollywood Brown season. If you've got any Hollywood Brown shares, you gotta you gotta strongly consider playing him in week one. Michael Gallup. Why is it, why is Mal- Michael Michael Gallup on any rosters? I don't even understand this. So many people are like My- Michael Gallup season. He's gonna have a great year. He's never healthy. He's already not playing week one. Like let Michael Gallup go. Release him. You don't even need him anymore. He shouldn't be on anyone's roster. You shouldn't let Michael Gallup stay on your roster when a Zamir White is out there, or Rashad White especially, or a, a, a Khalil Herbert running back for the Bears that could take over at some point. You have no business holding on to Michael Gallup. Go get Isaiah Likely, the backup tight end, who actually might play as the wide receiver three for the Ravens in 2022. Go get Likely over Gallup. You're in a super flex. Go get Malik Willis over Gallup and sit him on your bench. This guy's not going to stay healthy for you. And that is all she wrote for uh, the the news for for week uh, number one for now for now. Uh, appreciate you, Steve. Okay, Sonny. Sonny's got a question. Who do we target trading away Godwin and Henderson? Brees Hall. The news about Brees Hall. Recently, you know, sharing carries and and all that, people just freak out about it. I go get Brees Hall for that. I go get uh, a, you're not going to probably get an ETM, but I try. Do I go get an AJ Brown? I yes, I do. Do I go get a scary Terry McLaurin? Yes, I do. Do I trade for a DK Metcalf? I do. I don't care if anybody else likes it. I like DK Metcalf. I like DK Metcalf this year. I'm not scared of Geno Smith and DK. Is it ideal? No. Is DK worth a second round pick anymore? No. He's worth the fifth or sixth round pick, which is where you got him if you did draft him or where the owner got him where that owner drafted him and you could afford to buy him at that price tag, which is right here. I take DK Metcalf. Uh, Nero, appreciate you subscribing to the channel. Good buddy, good pal, kind sir. Um, Thank you so much. 
And uh, let's see here. Next super chat by Caden. Javante always going to have the hot hand. a boy, Caden. Get with it, Caden. Caden to the moon. To the moon. Appreciate Caden. Uh, $10 hauler from Manuel. Whoa. $10 plus super chat. Appreciate you, Manuel. Manuel says, you already checked out my... 10-team league, please rate my 12-team league. 10th overall pick and a 12-teamer. Hurts, Javante, Etienne, CD, AJ Brown, Albert O. Damian Pierce does the trick, broski. That really makes that look amazing there. Mooney's fantastic on the bench or in your last wide receiver spot. I love that. Lazard won't play. He's he's almost a waste of space at this point, but depends who you could pick up. Uh, James Cook, I'm not loving him. Rashad White, love that. Love Likely. Lance on the bench, absolutely phenomenal. Only uh, recommendation I'd have at all would be maybe maybe Mooney and Alberto for a slightly better tight end. Um, maybe buy low on Dawson Knox using a Lazard or a James Cook. And I, I really do think Knox is going to have a rebound. I'm not, I, I know I could be, in fairness, like if we're not worried about Knox, how can we not be worried about A-Rob and we can talk about that. But uh, I, I'm buying Knox. I think defenses are going to key on the wide receivers from here on out. And I think that, uh, I don't think that'll do much. I think you're going to see Gabe Davis and Diggs tear up the league. But I think defenses will be uh, a little bit more like, let's let Knox beat us and not let these wide receivers beat us as much as we can. And so, therefore, you're going to see uh, a huge, huge, huge game or two coming up out of Knox. And then people are going to forget that he had a bad week one. Um, I could see a touchdown or two in week two, very, very likely in my opinion. I think Knox just got paid. They love him. He's a touchdown threat. Josh Allen's going to definitely lean upon him once uh, the wide receivers are getting doubled or you start seeing. I mean, Diggs had good coverage and he still did well last night. Diggs did fantastic. Gabe Davis looked fantastic. Josh Allen and the Bills. Let's do it. Look, Herbert, Burrow. Josh Allen, they're all going to ball out all year long. This, oh, you can't go early quarterback. Oh, Joe Burrow, um, uh, Josh Allen, Herbert, these early quarterbacks, Smitty. The quarterbacks are such a dime a dozen. You could get Stafford in round seven or eight, Smitty. Enjoy early quarterback season because it's here. And we're, we're here for it. No early quarterback. Watch us. Watch us. Get your popcorn ready. Watch us. You already... Okay, so, yeah, good team. Uh, fantastic team. Hurts, Javante, Etienne, CD, AJ Brown. Very good. Damian Pierce, love it. Uh, the only other thing I'd look to maybe do... Um, I don't know. I like it. I roll that team out there. I roll. I, I let Rashad White, Mooney, you know, those guys gain value. Damian Pierce is phenomenal. I like it. I roll it out. There's not really anybody I want you to trade out because I like everybody. You know, could you could you upgrade ETN using Mooney? Maybe like poke around, try and get a Swift. Sure, I'd do that. Take Swift. Try that trade. Uh, ETN and Mooney for Swift. Why not? Russell Wilson or Trey Trey Sermon this week? I think you mean Trey Lance, buddy. Um, Russell Wilson for right now. For right now, Kittle out. It just has me a little bit worried. I still love Trey Lance, but I think you're safer going that route. Uh, Hundred dollar Fab ten team Madison on waivers. How much? Look, Madison isn't a lock to pick up. I, 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 I would say a very small amount, you know, enough to get it done in your mind based on history and trending, but I have no clue. I, when people say how much, I always respond the same. I don't know. How could I know what is enough in your league 
Every league is going to have people that drop $100 out of 100 to get one guy. Some leagues never go above 20% and you'd be laughed at if you dropped a 40 out of $100 wad on somebody. So Derek, I couldn't possibly know. But what I can always tell you when I do my waiver wire show is I'm going to help you more than any other channel does because I'm going to give you confidence levels. Here's the waiver wire show untouched from last week. Um, Some of the things have probably changed on it. But I will tell you that when you say to, say to me, hey, let's put Madison on this list, and you start saying, like, uh, we left it with Rashad White being the top pickup of the year as of this moment, walking into week one. But Madison's probably like a seven or six on the confidence scale of being the best pickup of the year. He's not where Rashad White is. He's not where Algier is. He's probably not where Pacheco or even Zamir White or Khalil Herbert are. But if, if Cook went down... And they trust him, which is what we have a question about, right? We're hearing Ty Chandler. We're, t- we're hearing all this like buzz about trading Madison. Is he really the backup You know, under a new regime? We don't really know. I would definitely secure him if you had the spot to secure him. But how much? I don't I don't think I'm going and dropping like some huge wad on it when, when you don't even know for sure, even though I think it's weird. And I don't know that I buy it, but we don't know for sure if he's even the backup going forward. It's such a strange situation. Appreciate your super chat. Thank you, kind sir. And Christian says, can you target Akers as a second player in a deal in order to lower the value of the superstar player? In, in, in my case, JJ is the first player I'm targeting. Well, yeah, as I just explained over here with those trades, that's exactly what you do, Christian. You trade um, Cam Akers as an additive just to get a baby bump on, on one of the other players. Just a little itty-bitty upgrade, pal. A little itty bitty upgrades worth it. Trading Stafford into Burrow, trading and you're not probably not going to do that now. Trading Dak into Burrow, or trading Dak into Mahomes, or trading you know uh, a, a, a player like uh, Andrews in or some like Andrews more than Kelsey, and I can understand that. But like if you were to trade just a little bump, you know, like a a, a, a Chubb into a Javante or Swift, I throw in Acres to get that that kind of done. Absolutely, one hundred percent. It's the only way to trade him right now. So could Daryl Henderson be a buy low or stay away? Honestly, his value got shot through the roof. So I don't know that he's a buy low right now. I think people that own him think they have a gold mine. And Kyron Williams is now out with uh, six to eight weeks with the surgery. So it's Daryl Henderson's the running back one there in a very potent offense. And I don't think you're going to be able to buy low. I think he's a good sell high. You know, I'd hold him, but I don't think you can buy him low. I I don't know that I'd even go that direction. I mean, poke around and see, but I mean, this is not one of those situations where it's, you know, easy to buy a guy like that low. Better add Rashad White, Parker, Zamir White, or Boyd. Well, um, I have this show up already. It goes through all the top waiver wire guys for the year. Rashad White ranks number one, and he has the highest confidence level of about an 8.5 out of 10 for being the best pickup of the year at this juncture in the offseason. So that should answer your question there. But make sure you watch that entire video, Terry, because it will definitely, I think, enlighten you as to what waiver wire moves you could preemptively make. Noah Barnes dropping the $10 holler. $10 plus super chat. Thank you for the $10 hauler. You get a standing O, you get a special button. Appreciate your support, and I want to focus on you and thank you properly. So, Noah, thank you for the $10 hauler. A string of trades today Dynasty, JJ, Chase, McLaurin, uh, Mooney, Kelsey, Hertz, CMC, ETN, Dobbins, Pierce, Rashad White. Out of those pieces, 
what should I move to get Javante? Um, uh, I would trade CMC for Javante and another player. Uh, if you want to get if you want to get rid of two players to get Javante, I mean it's probably too late to trade Dobbins now because now he's hurt already. Um, would I personally trade Kelsey for Javante? I would. And I would try and, you know, as long as you can get another tight end back or pick up one that you really, really like and then grab likely as well as your backup plan, I would trade Kelsey. You know, I would trade, I don't think you're going to get like ETN and McLaurin for Javante, but I would do that. Mooney and ETN, I would do that. Pierce and maybe Mooney, I would maybe do that, but I love Pierce. I don't know that I want you trading Pierce. I'd rather go a different direction. Would I get rid of ETN and Mooney? Yeah, ETN and McLaurin, yeah. Those are those are where I'd probably start, but again, I would take Javante and another piece for CMC. When I say another piece, I mean like you you should be able to get a lot because CMC is a top five pick in most people's minds, not mine, but most people's minds. His fair market value is top five. Javante's fair market value is like eighteen to twenty two overall. You should be getting an AJ Brown in in, in return for that CMC downgrade. That downgrade, which I don't think is a downgrade. I think Javante Williams could finish as the number one overall running back in fantasy football 2022. And I think Javante Williams has a very strong shot at being the number one overall pick in 2023 fantasy football drafts. So chew on that. Uh, Appreciate your super chat. Good buddy. Thoughts on Mixon this year? I think he's very good. I got other super chats rolling in. I'm going to throw them on screen. Don't worry. I won't miss you. And if I do, you can yell at me. Uh, Thank you, Collusion. I see yours. I'm going to drop it on screen in one second. Thoughts on Mixon this year? Don't hate him. Don't hate him, but I also don't absolutely love him to the tune of a first-round pick, so I didn't spend a first-round pick on him. But if you own him, do I think you hold him? Or, like, would I sell him high? Sure. But would I hold him? Absolutely. I think he's going to have a very, very good year. Um, he's right around 13, 14, 15, 16 overall if you were to draft right now. Um, also, a good tight end with Ertz out limited. Uh, you know, likely he's a good uh, emergency grab. But he's very risky, but he's got a lot of upside. And they may they may use Likely in Baltimore as the number three wide receiver. They want to get him on the field. They don't care if Andrews is there. They want both of them on the field. Um, Everett, we talked about at the top of the show, with Parham out in, in L.A. Uh, it looks like it's going to be the Gerald Everett show, so pick him up and start him if you need uh, a tight end. Uh, Collusion with a super chat. I'm going to put you over here, Collusion. Thank you. Other super chat, Romez. I got you right here, Romez. I'm gonna put you right there. Another super chat here from uh, Prime. Appreciate you. Got you on screen. Uh, this one's from Gabriel. I got you on screen, Gabriel. This one is from uh, Aguero. I got you sitting there. Don't worry, good buddy. You're not getting lost. Top Gun in the house. What's up, Top Gun? I still uh, love that movie. I, I I've watched it like five times already. Top Gun, the new Top Gun Maverick. Such a good movie. Phenomenal. One of my favorite movies of all time. Absolutely magnificent. Uh, okay, so I think I've got all the super chats on the screen. Keep keep them coming though. I, I'll keep I'll keep knocking them out. Should I trade Jefferson Sanders and Ayuk for DJ Moore, Mike Williams, and AJ Dillon? Jefferson Sanders and Ayuk for DJ Moore, Mike Williams, and AJ Dillon? No. As much as you could argue that there's good value coming your way, what if Mike Williams is this? What if A.J. Dillon is this? What if D.J. Moore bounces back? These are all a bunch of what-ifs. And as much as I don't love Sanders at all, and as much as I worry a little bit about Ayuk's value right now, um, I I feel like Jefferson's just the, the no-brainer. No way I'm making that trade. 
I'm not trading Jefferson Powell. Not unless I'm getting like massive pieces like a AJ Brown and a or like a Javante and a McLaurin or a, a AJ Brown and a, a player like I mean I don't even know if I would take AJ Brown and Pierce. You know, like Justin Jefferson special. You know, he carries you week in and week out. You trade him, you need to get massive value back. You need to get like a second rounder and a third rounder, a second rounder and a fourth rounder. You need to get a Joe Burrow when you have no quarterback in conjunction with a like a, a Debo or something like that if you're going to trade Justin Jefferson. It's just the way it is. Dots on Denver OC saying going with the hot hand. I already hit that at the top of the show. Not wor- That's great news. It's great news. And you should use it to your advantage. You know, it's, it's hilarious that people think it's a negative. Like, who do you think is going to be the hot hand? The guy that broke more tackles than anybody in the National Football League playing halftime is going to be Javante's season. And he's coming for everybody. And I can't wait. Uh, This message is from Master, Renfro, or Julio, and Pollard, and Zeke half PPR. I go probably, you probably got to go Zeke in week one, but I think he will break. And then Renfro is safer than Julio, but it could go either way, man. Michael K. CPA. Who should I plug in my flex spots? Smitty Mooney, ETN, or Damian Pierce? Give me Damian Pierce. Give me Damian Pierce, guys. He's going to have a great game. I don't care. Everyone says, tough matchup. Tough matchup. Oh, my God. Don't worry about it. Injury, you know, injuries. He's going to be fine. He's going to have a great game. 100 yards and a touchdown. Am I shying away from Mooney? No. Do I like ETN this week? Absolutely. Do I wish you could you could play both of them? I'm not telling you to bench anybody. I'm just telling you who I like the most of these two. I'm never going to tell you to bench ETN. You're not putting me in that box. ETN, Pierce, you need to have them both in your lineup. I don't know what, what problem you have on that team, and I can't resolve everything for you. But I would say certainly maybe to, a trade needs to happen because putting ETN on the bench is going to be painful. And you might as well try to upgrade wide receivers or something uh, in the meantime. But I, I'm not going to tell you to sit ETN. I'm just not going to do it. But I'm starting Pierce over those guys. 12-team PPR for the flex. Monty or A.J. Dillon? It's A.J. Dillon for me. Until Monty proves himself, I'm worried about that offense. They have a tough matchup against the Niners. I'm not going near uh, A.J. Dillon. But that's me. That's me. Um, you, 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 know, you obviously should roll with your gut. Don't uh, don't listen to anybody but yourself. Be very very cautious um, to uh, to stray away from your own gut instinct based on other people's opinions, even my own. Use me as a guide, uh, but but uh, you know it's it's close though. Uh, what was this? Gabriel says Murray, Javante, Swift, Devante, Adams. St. Brown, Friermuth, Nico Collins, Mooney, Akers, Gainwell, Zamir White, London, Likely, B-Rob, trade suggestions. Javante Swift, Devontae Adams, St. Brown, Friermuth. you got a really good team. I mean, I would, I, if you would ask me this before the game, I'd say trade Akers right now. Trade Akers right now and Mooney for one better player. Now that time, that ship has sailed, pal. But uh, I would say Mooney and... I mean, I don't Mooney and Murray for like a a Herbert or something like you could go that route or just let it ride, you know, try and trade acres and Mooney for somebody for one better player. AJ Brown comes to mind. Um, ETN using Mooney and acres that comes to mind past that. 
I mean, you're you're in a position where Acres and Fryer moves for a slightly better tight end upgrade past that. You you're in a position where I think you got to wait. You got to let Zamir White gain value. B Rob come back. Drake London's injured. Mooney's a little undervalued anyway. Nico Collins, no one's going to trade for. I don't I don't want you to trade your starters except for upgrading maybe. Yeah, I don't even want you trading St. Brown. I like your team. Roll it out there. It's a fantastic squad, bro. Uh, Rush Rush Prime says, uh, start two, Monty, Pierce, Stevenson, Hall, or Carter. Give me, Pierce is, this is a start one question. Pierce is already in your lineup. This is, Pierce should not be involved in this. Um, it's between Monty, Stevenson, and Hall. And to be honest, it's like a dice roll situation. I don't know that you can really predict this accurately, even six times out of 10 because Monty, he still has a lot of upside, but he's got a lot of risk that I don't like. Stevenson has massive upside, but he also has risk because you don't know if this is going to be the game that he gets used or is, are we going to see only uh, Damian Harrison there and be like scratching our head? You know, Brees Hall, it's a 50, 50 divide until he separates himself, but he could do that in, in quarter three. And break off a 75-yard touchdown run. And everybody be like, okay, it's time. It's time. And then you got questions like where Carter uh, coaches asked a question. Specifically put in a box to talk about Carter. How do you think? How do you like Carter? Oh, he's the heart and soul of the team. I love him. <laughs> now everybody runs with that news. And, and all the Brees Hall owners are freaking out. If I had to, in a, in a box, in a vacuum, Forrest, Pierce, and Stevenson. But but you're not crazy to go Monty, and I certainly don't feel ultra confident in the, the second player. I feel very confident in Pierce, but I don't feel confident on the other. Uh, bring it to me tomorrow night as well, and we'll see if I, I change my mind. JT Goddard and Scary Terry for Swift, Debo, and Pitts. Woo! JT Goddard and Scary Terry for Swift, Debo, and Pitts. Give me Swift, Debo, and Pitts all day long. Sorry, but JT and Swift are closer than people think, and these are the kind of deals that I smash all day long, twice on Sundays, because this is how you win a league. You've just been Smitty approved. Very good trade. Unbelievable. $10 hauler by Collusion. $10 plus super chat. Collusion, invest, he's in, hey, what do you, what do you do, Russian collusion? He's at the bar, he's leaning up against the bar, somebody walks up and says, hello, Russian collusion, what do you do for a living? I'm an investor. Ooh, an entrepreneur. <laughs> what are you investing? The fantasy football show, you heard of it? Oh, yeah, <laughs> I've heard of that sucker. Yeah, I'm an investor. You know, they don't need to know how you invest Russian, but you are an investor, uh, a nice, secured, top-level investor in the fantasy football show, pal. Use it at the, at the sports bar. Use it when you're out and about. Smitty, I accidentally drafted Acres. I love that. <laughs> accidentally drafted Acres. You mean you drafted him, <laughs> but handcuffed him to Hendo. Who could I get in a two-for-one? Um... I don't know. I I try and get I try and get Pierce somehow adding to that. You trade both of them with the wide receiver for Pierce. Both of them with the wide receiver for AJ Brown. They have to be an accessory. They have to be an accessory. It's all about saying yourself, 
when you do a trade. This is Trade Advice 101, okay? Trade Advice 101. You find an anchor for your trade. Who's your anchor? Okay, let's say it's AJB. Okay, that's who you want. Now you got to figure out what you're giving up. So you're giving up Cam and Hendo. That's not going to get you AJ Brown. Your anchor is too heavy on this side. So what can you add in? So then you add in a wide receiver like Bateman. Do they do it? Excellent. Get it done. Hit, the, hit, the, pull the trigger. Let's say you're doing. Uh, let's say you're doing a different deal. Just to give an example of an anchor. An anchor. Let's say you have CMC and you're trying to trade for a player, and Javante is the target. That's your anchor. You're going after Javante. He's lower value than CMC, even though I quietly don't tell anybody like Javante more than CMC this year. So to balance the scales, your anchor is less valuable than the player you're trading up. What can you What can you have added in? Uh, scary Terry McLaurin. Okay, punch it. Um, obviously, A.J. Brown. Punch it. Damian Pierce. Punch it. Make sure your anchor, your target, your main target, and your anchor could be uh, a lower value player by a significant amount. Maybe your anchor is, I want to go get Pierce. Okay, that's your anchor. I'm trading CMC and I want to get Pierce. Well, that affords you a very heavy second player that probably outweighs Pierce. Now you can go get uh, a potential um, uh, Adams, you know. Like, you could do CMC for Adams and Pierce if you wanted. Some would even say they wouldn't even do that. But my point is, your anchor was Pierce. That affords you a very heavy second player. It's all about balancing the scales. All about balancing the scales when you're doing a trade. Just joined back. Has Smitty talked about Knox yet? Drew, I'll say real quickly that I'm not panicking on Knox like everybody's panicking and should be panicking on A-Rob and Akers. Um, the reason there's more panic with A-Rob and Akers, especially Akers, because you know why I, I say panic on Akers. No one should have drafted him if you're watching my content. But A-Rob, I, I was very against fourth and fifth round value. Like, I didn't understand people drafting Deontay, A-Rob, Fournette in these third and fourth round values. I'm very much against Pittman at, like, t- bottom of second round or top of third round. That's too high. It doesn't, just like Allen Robinson, doesn't protect you at all. You can't afford any missteps. If you took Pittman at 2.12, you can come in here until you're blue in the face and say, Pittman season, he's going to be an absolute monster. You can come in and say that until you're blue in the face. But when you spend a 2.12 on Pittman or 3.3 on Pittman, or you spend some high draft capital like 4.4 on A-Rob, you're leaving yourself no room whatsoever. To, to maneuver or weather through some kind of start slow start. And you talk about a guy like Knox. Very late player you're grabbing. Very touchdown dependent, sure. But guess who throws footballs around in Buffalo? His name's Josh Allen. And he's going to throw a lot of touchdowns all over the place. I think Knox is very capable of a 10 TD season. I think Knox is very capable of being a very undervalued acquisition right now. And I'm certainly not panicking because he didn't get utilized in a game where Josh Allen went crazy. It's not like Stafford did bad and he's got an elbow injury and A-Rob did bad. Knox did bad, but Josh Allen blew up and the Bills look phenomenal. There's a huge difference there. Okay, and so I'm not worried about Knox if you own him, and I definitely go poke around at trying to trade for him if you don't own him, because I think next week when defenses from next week on start keying on 
trying, they won't have success, but trying to lock down Gabe Davis and Diggs and say, beat us with with Knox. I think Knox is going to get the ball. So I, I love uh, the idea of trading for Dawson Knox or holding him. Um, am I panicked a little bit? I wouldn't even say that. I'd say it was disappointing. And do I wonder if he'll have games like this? Maybe. But I'm certainly not expecting this to be a dud. Okay, Knox just got a big contract. They're going to throw him the football. Drop Rondell for Nico, uh, Jeff Wilson, or Rashad White. I pick up Rashad White unless you need the wide receiver. Then I grab Nico and start him. But if you don't need the wide receiver, then I'm I'm not too worried uh, about grabbing the running back and saying, hey, that's going to be something special for me maybe down the stretch for either trade bait or be one of those win-a-league players I'm tossing in my lineup. I'm getting these other super chats that just came in and tossing them on screen, so just hang tight while I throw all these on board here. Don't go anywhere. Ozzy, drop Rondell, so I think I'm caught up to that point. That is the last one I got. I got Russian collusions. I got Romez, Terry, Swift, uh, Pitt. Yeah, that Pitts trade. Did you get that trade done? Prime. I think I'm caught up. If I missed anybody else's super chat up above, please let me know. Aguero. Uh, 12 team PPR flex Monty or AJ. I think I'm all cut up. So I'm going to scroll down to the bottom here. Anybody else has a question? Let me know. Um, okay. This one's from Cole and, and yeah, to address the a Rob thing. So you, you got anybody that drafted a Rob in the fourth round made a huge grave mistake. Plain and simple. He's not a fourth rounder. He's a second wide receiver on a team coming from another team where he didn't deliver for two years, and there was multiple quarterbacks in the rotation. So you can't blame the quarterback. Mooney survived the rotation of quarterbacks and delivered. So A-Rob didn't. But I do like A-Rob still to a degree where I would have drafted him. Sixth, seventh round. I'm fine with that. He The, the problem is he didn't go there, so I didn't own him. But like if you're expecting sixth or seventh round value go forward, if you can reset your expectation, you might get that. Because... Odell took a while to adjust. Um, it's not like Stafford had a great game. So therefore, when a, when a quarterback has a bad game and everybody does bad, everybody starts saying, oh, do I panic about the wide receiver? A lot of it's on the quarterback. The concern I have is that Stafford did well, did bad, and A-Rob did bad. A-Rob's done bad for two years. And then on top of that, Stafford's got the elbow that might get worse. We don't know. Therefore... There's a lot more negativity toward A-Rob than there would be toward a Knox who's on an amazing team where his quarterback exploded and he just didn't get to partake. Very different between A-Rob and Knox. They're not the same. Kyler's 2022 season thoughts. I like him in like the, the 5 to 8 range. I put him in a big range, maybe 5 to 9 because there are a lot of quarterbacks. Wouldn't shock me if, if Russell Wilson outscored him, Dak outscored him. It wouldn't shock me if Kyler was number 5 overall. That 5 to 10 even range is very tight. And I think there's a big difference between Josh Allen, Herbert, Burrow, and Mahomes. That's why I have those four quarterbacks and Hurts kind of flirting with that group. I have those four quarterbacks, Mahomes, Burrow, Josh Allen, and Herbert, or Herbert, Josh Allen. Those four are head and shoulders above the other the other quarterbacks, in my opinion, whereas the the six to t- ten or six to twelve are so close. It's like I like a Rod as much as a guy drafted at number six overall for quarterbacks. So it's a very very you know um, volatile position to rank. And Kyler is good. He scrambles. He runs. He's got injury risk. He's got you know Rondell Moore out now. You got Hop- you got Hopkins out six weeks. 
You got just Hollywood. There's a lot of turmoil there. They got a really tough schedule. They got probably the toughest schedule in the National Football League. They didn't get rated there, but I looked at the schedules, and I'm telling you, they have the toughest schedule in the National Football League. But they still can win games. Playing from behind means Kyler throws a lot, so that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. Kelsey for Javante and Kittle. Um, I take Javante and Kittle in a heartbeat. And that's not because Kittle is influencing me too much on that, but hopefully Kittle does regain value, gets on the field, and that will be a good move from the Kittle perspective, like just to have him. But I take Javante over Kelsey straight up. Straight up. You got Muth on the bench, do it, Tanner. You should have drafted Javante over Kelsey. But I'm going to say this, Tanner. Smitty approved. Just been Smitty approved. And I'm going to say this, Tanner, for your super chat, you get to go to the moon, young man. To the moon. So good job, Tanner. Pat yourself on the back while you take that lap because you're, you're making an amazing trade and it takes a, a big brain to pull something like that off. So nice job. Uh, 12 team. This is from uh, Jamie. $10 plus holler. $10 plus super chat. Appreciate you. Um... 12-team, full PPR, two flex. Obviously need a new tight end. Burrow, Javante, ETN, JJ Pittman, Hollywood Brown, um, A-Rob, Noah Fant, Bench, Hunt, Stevenson, Boyd, Garrett Wilson, Hines, Gainwell, Madison, Likely. What are my thoughts? Um, Burrow, Javante, ETN, JJ. You've got the, the almost the tripod. you got the cousin of the tripod. Uh, Burrow, Javante, and Chase, well, you've got just as good, and some would argue better, uh, version of the tripod. The tripod, also likened to pyramids in ancient Egypt, are constructed using Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and Javante Williams. So you got this sucker with the, the JJ in place of the Jamar, which is fine by me, and that puts you in good positioning, in my mind, right out of the gate. You get an ETN on top of that, a Pittman on top of that. Um, you're set up very, very nicely. Stevenson's a, a beast in waiting, maybe even a beast in week one. I like it. There's nothing to do. There's no trades to make. You don't have. You didn't list any Hollywood Brown. Maybe you could trade away with Stevenson for one better player potentially. Uh, you know, is AJ Brown even that level of a player you would target? Maybe. Um, so I, I love your team, bro. I love your team. Etn and Hollywood. Maybe Hollywood has such a big game in week one and Swift has a kind of mediocre game. Maybe you trade ETN in, in Hollywood for Swift and get Javante and Swift up in there. Uh, or Najee or something like that. But that's what I'd be looking to do. Past that, there's not a lot of trades you can do now because your team is straight fire and I absolutely love it. So don't uh, don't fret. Don't think you didn't do well. You did fantastic. You get a Smitty approval from me. You've just been Smitty approved. And you get my thanks for the super chat, young man. Absolute menace this guy is on the super chat front. Love it. Gun to head, point five Pollard or Brees Hall, week one. <sighs> give me... I guess give me Pollard just for week one. Just for week one. What? What's your seasonal take on Devontae Smith? I love him. I love him. I think he's going to be a fantastic wide receiver three. PPR pick two, DK, Judy, Penny. Uh, You know, Penny's interesting this week. I won't lie. Uh, But but I think I'm going to go DK and Judy. But that's me. If it's PPR or it's .5 PPR. So even if it's .5, they could go Judy. But you're not crazy to go Penny 
You're not. It wouldn't be a horrible move. But I probably say it, Judy, for Penny, if you do do that. Taking calls for tonight's stream, or should I buy a one-on-one? Uh, Efren, you can buy a one-on-one to get more detail, but I, I should be opening the phone lines as well. But be feel free to do both, pal. I'd love to have you uh, order a call as well. Would you trade Stevenson for DK? Um, I would rather have DK at this point in the season, but I love both of them, and I could see both of them being very similar in value or one outscoring the other. But for right now, DK, because Stevenson doesn't have anything locked and loaded into place. DK is going to do very well. People are very, very pessimistic about DK, and it's getting out of control. It's getting out of control. Uh, Cole says, trade Henry and Akers for Javante and Debo. You've just been Smitty approved. I don't know how else I can, like, again? You've just been Smitty approved. I mean, that that's a, that's a smash and a half, bro. Like, I draft Javante over Henry, and I'm called crazy, but I don't care. And you're getting Debo for, you're basically saying, hey, Smitty on the show, this this is basically what you're calling up, and we're we're all going to laugh at the idea, right? Smitty, should I trade Akers for Debo? <laughs> yeah, buddy, do it, because Javante and Henry are at least equal. You're getting, a- you're trading Akers for Debo. You've just been Smitty approved. Unreal. I wish I was able to do that. I, I don't own Acres, so I don't need to, but that's a phenomenal trade, bro. You did absolutely really great for yourself there. Uh, Jordan with the super chat. Jordan, I'm going to look for your question. Um, usually, that if you paste it really closely by, I can, I can answer. But thank you for your super chat. Regardless, I don't see a question from you. I will try and find and locate it, but thank you for your super chat. Good buddy, kind sir. Would you trade Stevenson for DK? I got to that one. Give me DK. Julio to the moon. Um, no, bro. <laughs> like, I don't I don't mind Julio. I could see him scoring. I really could. I could see him scoring in this game. And, and I could see him having a decent game. But to the moon, we can't get carried away. And, and I'm starting Hollywood Brown and St. Brown over him. Uh, but I, you're not going to get a moon call or a moon shot out of out of Julio. That's just not going to happen. But I appreciate you. You are the man. <laughs> Julio to the moon. No. I think we're caught up on those super chats. Brad dropping one. Ozzy br- dropping a super chat. Appreciate you guys. You guys are amazing. My people. Stash Pacheco or Nico. Equal position of depth. Give me give me Pacheco. If you're not. Yeah, you're not starting Nico. Give me Pacheco. Uh, 10 team PPR had to pick 8 team rating and trade advice posted below. Um, here we go. When I saw Michael KCPA, when I see Michael KCPA, I, I, I stop in my tracks and I try and locate this man's question. Please smash. He's not even asking a question. He's just trying to support. Please smash the like button and hit 200 plus likes. Uh, we got three, about 370 to 380 people in the room right now. 191 thumbs up. Uh, appreciate all of you. Waddle. Um, let's see here. Waddle. Najee Harris, AJ Brown, Burrow, Javante, Fryer move, St. Brown, Benches, Hall, Pollard, Gibson. Love it, man. You got good trade value in Gibson. 
You could trade Gibson and uh, I don't want to trade uh, Gibson and Waddle. Trade Gibson and Waddle. Trade Hall and Waddle. Try and get into a Swift. Try and get into a. Uh, you already got Javante. Try and get into a. I don't know, like Waddle and 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 Gibson for like a. You're not going to get Diggs now, but Diggs would have been perfect if you asked this question yesterday. But, you know, Adams, or uh, you probably can't even get Adams, but maybe a Debo. You know, Waddle and, and Gibson for a second-round wide receiver. Tyreek Hill, maybe, even, for Waddle and Gibson. I will work those those trades past that. Your team's very good. You're very solid. You don't need to make any moves. I like your squad a lot. What's up, Terry? Appreciate you. David, subscribe to the channel. Thank you, David. Appreciate you, good buddy. Michael K. CPA is the man, the myth, the legend. Appreciate Michael K. Uh, let's see here. What else we got? What else we got, good buddies, good pals? Who wins this trade, Kelsey or ETN? And Hawkinson. Probably Kelsey, but I do worry a lot about Kelsey. I'd maybe look to get more than that if I had Kelsey. Uh, Jeb spamming, bro. Take Hollywood. Jeez. Uh, what is Jeb saying over and over and over? I don't see it. Maybe he got moderated. Jeb, be careful to sending it too many times in a row. Uh, Top Gun. Dalvin Cook for Swift. What do you think? i take Swift in a heartbeat over Dalvin Cook. I, dra- I would have drafted him. You should have drafted Swift over Cook, in my opinion. But uh, you can you can rectify that right here, right now. With the with the move there, pal. Nice job, nice job, Broski. Okay. Uh, David with the super chat. David, thank you for the super chat, my man. Thoughts on Traylon Burke stash? Yeah, I like him. He's got volume. Uh, he was my number one wide receiver coming into the draft, and then I I admit I I've been very disappointed in him. He he fell clear clear out of my top three rookie wide receivers because of the the asthma and the just the the. Just disappointing and not not rising, not not taking advantage of camp and and impressing. But he's been very very good lately, and it looks like he's going to be a volume hog as a rookie and could lead all rookies in like targets and just be heavily involved because that offense needs him badly to be uh, heavily involved. So I, I very much like the idea of of having him as your wide receiver four with the opportunity to become your wide receiver three at some point. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, who's better on your bench, Pickens or Kirk? Probably probably Kirk out the gate, but I think Pickens eventually does become the better fantasy football asset for you as a 3-4 you know, type wide receiver. I think he eventually becomes the number one in Pittsburgh by the beginning of next year. So by the beginning, maybe not at some point this year, we see flashes of it, but by walking into 2022, I predict that people will be saying this is the number one wide receiver. Smitty, give me that Traylon Burks breakdown, man. How do you think he's going to do? I just explained that. Steve, appreciate you. Who's the next person to tank? Uh, Fournette is a good prospect for that. Um, I mean, we've got JK already, you know, in a position to disappoint Godwin MT. Pretty much a lot of the guys, pretty much all the guys we've been saying. Um, thank you, Jeb. Appreciate you. I'm more looking out for you. I don't want you to get your, your comments held up so I can't even see them because that's what happens when you uh, repetitively put something in there. YouTube might hold hold it and then I don't see it. Um, 
Hunt, Pollard, flip a coin. Give me Pollard. Took off your headphones for a second. I just basically said that Burks is a, a great wide receiver 3-4, Steve. Um, he's got potential for massive volume. And I didn't like, I liked him a lot as a rookie walking. He was my number one ranked rookie walking into the draft. Then he disappointed, kind of dropped off. But now I'm liking him again, and I think he could, you know, lead the, uh, uh, they got the mem- membership from uh, Mealy joining the YouTube memberships. Mealy. Uh, John joining the YouTube memberships. It looks like Collusion a gifted has gifted memberships to five or so lucky watchers right there. Uh, Illogic has got a gifted membership. Russian Collusion dropping. Let's give a round of applause for Russian Collusion who gifted at least five memberships out. Omar's getting one of them. Russian. Attention, attention, Russian Collusion has gifted YouTube memberships, and now Nick is getting one as well. To the moon. Thank you, Russian Collusion. Kenneth Brown is now a recipient of Russian Collusion's YouTube exclusive membership. Scotty was gifted membership by Terry Roberts. Did Terry gift him as well? Bad Sport got one as well. Bad Sport, congratulations. Kurt? Did Kurt get one? Steven? I'm not sure. I'm not sure who all got him. Carter? Carter got a uh, a YouTube exclusive membership gifted by these bad boys. I think it's Terry and Collusion, but Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Rashad White, Eli, Elijah Moore for Pierce. I'd take Pierce in a heartbeat. Take Pierce in a heartbeat. This is not even a question. Uh, Kurt says, Terry Roberts, I wish, I hope you do well in fantasy. Terry's scary. Terry's on patrol. Appreciate you guys uh, gifting those. We got the Harvest got one, dude. I love to be gifted that membership. Um, well, Steve, they're randomly gifted. Uh, mashed potatoes, Spiffy. Appreciate you. Do I trade JT and Mike Evans to get Najee and Devontae Adams? I probably would rather have Najee and Adams, but it's very close. Very close. Joel getting one. You guys are awesome. Terry and Collusion dropping gifted memberships. You love to see it. You love to see it. I I see it right now. Collusion gave 10 of them. Collusion gifted 10 memberships. Oh, great. I can see it now. Terry gifted five memberships. I don't see who they're going to, but I see the number. So 10 of them by Collusion, five of them by Terry. Uh... G money dropping a a ten dollar holler. Ten dollar plus super chat. D town getting a YouTube membership in that gifting going on here. It's it's randomly done, 
by by YouTube when someone gives memberships, it, it spreads them out all nicely. Kurt getting one. Kurt got one. That's the one from Terry, I assume. They're going to be rolling in. There's 15 of them that are going to roll in. So appreciate you guys. Kenny Powers gifting another five memberships. So we're, this is going to happen for quite quite some time. G Money dropping that super chat too. G Money super chat. Let's answer that. Why these memberships come rolling in from Rock from uh from Kenny Powers, Terry, and Collusion, Russian Collusion. Appreciate you guys supporting everybody in here and supporting the channel at the same time. Joseph getting one of those bad boys. Nine ninety nine super chat from G Money. What do you think of uh, proposing this trade? I give Taylor Frymuth. I get Swift and Pitts. I get Swift and Pitts, and I run for the hills, bro. Mendoza getting it. Um, Swift and Pitts in a heartbeat. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. JT, JT and Swift are a lot closer than people think. I I really believe that. Eddie getting a, a YouTube exclusive membership. Thank you guys. We got twenty of these rolling in right here because of of the kindness of Terry Roberts. Russian collusion and Kenny Powers. So appreciate you guys. Um, take Swift and Pitts and run, G-Money. Run. I love that trade. Love that trade. JT's not that far above Swift. He's just not. Kelsey for Pitts and Pierce. I take Pitts and Pierce and run for the Hills, Tanner. Both of those are absolutely Smitty approved without question, without hesitation, without equivocation. There's no arguing. There's running, only running to accept that trade and come back. Leave the live stream right now. Hit the button and come back and tell me you did it. Trey Lance and Mooney for Burrow. Should you do it? Give me Burrow all day long, Top Gun. I'm sorry, Trey Lance. I love Trey Lance, but I love Burrow more. Um, What's the one-on-one text advice and how much is it? If you go to thefantasyfootballshow.com, good buddy, you will see it all mapped out there. It depends on the plan. It depends on the plan you get. You could get the lifetime content with the two years of text advice. Below the pricing table, you can buy just text advice. Uh, $49.99 uh, for the season. On-demand texting. Or you can get it in a package. Like content, bolt predictions, rankings, and the text advice for the year. For $75, get on over there to thefantasyfootballshow.com and get your, your membership on, pal. Go get it. Go do it. Go do it live. Uh, I, I Smoke Herb, so he got a membership as well. Congratulations, everybody that got those gifted memberships. Appreciate you. Top Gun, Trey Lance and Mooney for Bur- Take Burrow. Uh, thank you for the super chat on that hero. Uh, ABOZ dropping a, a super chat. Thank you. Left a, a voicemail. Been working. Need a tra- Need trade advice. Okay, I'll look for that voice message. Appreciate you dropping that super chat. Thomas dropping one. Would you... Start Pierce or Michael Carter. Pierce, like almost look, Thomas, this is uh this is uh tough love. Okay. First of all, you super chatted, so thank you, you to the moon. To the moon. But this question just for emphasis uh like emphasizing and, and expressing my expressing my passion for the answer. Um it's not even close for me. It's Damian Pierce, it's Damian Pierce all day long. But take a lap and pat yourself on the back because you have a massive brain on top of your shoulders, Thomas, because you drafted Damian Pierce. And I can tell you drafted early because if you took him in the fourth or fifth round, you wouldn't be contemplating this. You are one of the magnificent geniuses 
that were a part of the, the wave and movement here on the channel to draft Damian Pierce early in the 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th round range. Start understanding what you got, though, in this kid. Roll him out there as a top four draft round draft pick like type of player. He's got that kind of value right now. Don't even hesitate running him out on the field. He's got low-end running back one appeal at the very least, Thomas. Thomas, you just got one as well. Randomly. <laughs> oh, no. No, never mind. That was a super chat. <laughs> I thought that was the YouTube exclusive membership rolling in. That was Thomas's super chat announcement. Okay. Uh, I, I believe we're all caught up on the uh, the super chats and the announcements of the gifted memberships. Appreciate Russian Collusion. Appreciate Kenny Powers. And appreciate Terry for dropping all of those. Let's go to the voicemails right now and start answering your voicemail questions. It's voicemail time. Drop a voicemail at the Fantasy Football Show on the gram. Tell your grandma. Okay, uh, from voicemail group number one, uh, two, Kevin. On uh, A-Rob right now. We holding A-Rob after last night's game. Are we holding A-Rob? <laughs> poor, this poor guy. Listen to the panic in his voice. That poor guy. Many thoughts on uh, A Rob right now. We holding A Rob after last night's game. <laughs> I love the end of that. It's like the panic in this man's voice at the end of the statement. I don't. <laughs> many thoughts on uh, A Rob right now. We holding A Rob after last night's game. <laughs> after last night's game, Smitty. Are we doing it? Poor guy. Uh, look, you're holding A Rob. You're holding A Rob. You're not dropping A Rob. Um, <laughs> you're not dropping him. Russian collusion. The Russian collusion. Uh, the Russian collusion drop another. It's hard to hard to see. No, thank you. Russian G money. Thank you. Let's get these on screen here. G money. Kyle. Thomas, would I trade? Yeah. Okay, got that one out of the way. Let me put these over in the corner here. Thank you, Kyle. I'm gonna I'm gonna shout you out in a second. Um, you're not dropping a Rob. You're not cutting bait with a Rob. You might not even be putting him on your bench if he's your wide receiver three. We just kind of kind of wait and see. You know, we got to wait and see, feel it out for for next week. Don't overreact. Don't freak out. Um, a Rob didn't get hurt or anything. It's more like a worry about Stafford at this point and f- trying to figure out what's going on with Stafford. Uh, here's uh, Terry Roberts is super chat. Here we go. I don't know why that's not playing, Terry. Hold on. Voicemail group number one. Hey, what's up, man? Silver. Well, you all going to tell me what you think? The trade offers, he sent it earlier. He sent me, uh, I was trying to do it the other day. I was trying to do Lance and Kittle. That's who I was going to get rid of was Lance and Kittle. And I was going to try to get Kyler and Goddard. And they turned that down and Kittle got her, you know what I mean? Well, earlier he said he'd do uh, Lance and Damian Pierce for Kyler. And then I said, man, I said, I'd probably do Gibson. And then, boom, he sent the offer for Gibson. So I'm thinking about doing the two-for-one, giving him Gibson and Lance, taking Kyler, going to the free agent list, and grabbing Brian Robinson because he's out there still. You know what I'm saying? 
So I can do it that way. But you look at the schedule, Kyler's got a rough schedule. You know what I'm saying? Every For the whole year, look at the whole year. His schedule's looking rough every week. And then you look at Lance's, and it looks kind of easy. But Kyler... Yeah, it's, it's a tough one, Silver. I mean, I, I'd probably take Kyler, but I like that Pierce one. I do that Pierce trade you were talking about. That Pierce trade was was phenomenal. Caden. Caden. I don't know if I got I don't know if I gotta quit IG because it's uh it's acting up. It's not playing these voice messages right now. Um this is uh I think Miss Smitty's got cookies delivered here. Oh, we got some chocolate chip cookies being delivered. You know, I'm not much for sweets. I I, I don't eat a lot of sweets, admittedly. But when she orders these uh, from Crumble, from Cookie Crumble, and they 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 deliver them, they're like these hot chocolate chip cookies, the size of size of this right here, exact size of this. The cookie looks about this size. It comes from Crumble. They come in a box. There's like five of them in there. They're huge. And Miss Smitty just ordered a bunch of them for us right now. I see them at the door. Whoa, those look good. Those look real good. Okay, uh, let, let's uh, let's play this one from Caden. Uh, these these messages aren't playing for some reason. I don't know if IG's acting up or what's not, but I don't think I can do the voicemails right now. They're not playing. We'll have to get to uh, the voicemails on the next show. Um, let's go to the phone lines instead. So I apologize for everybody that left the voicemail. We'll try and get it done next show, and uh, let's let's get to the voice messages or I'm sorry, the phone calls. You guys can call in right now. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. All right, dial in to the to the show here. Six zero two NFL three six six four. Dial in Cookie Crumble. It's good. Is it Cookie? Did I say Cookie Crumble? I think it's Cookie Crumble. Yeah, Cookie Crumble is the name. It's so good, bro. The chocolate chip cookies like the size of this. I mean, how can you go wrong? Hot, warm chocolate chip cookies. Just melting your mouth, uh, you know, it's unbelievable. You're you're live on the fantasy football show. Who am I talking to? Hey, this is uh, Kenny Smitty. Kenny Kenny Powers? Uh, no, nah, this is Kenny Brown. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to sound disappointed there. <laughs> oh no, nah, it's all good. I mean, I'm kind of not too new to the show. I'm kind of like a secret watcher. So. A secret watcher. This is the first time I've ever called in. First time caller. All right, Kenny Brown. Tell me what I can do for you. All right. So I've got this work league going on right now. And um, let's see. I've got Brandon Cooks, uh, Amaron St. Brown, Damian Pierce, and Elijah Moore. And I need to start two of them. I'm going to guess you're going to say start Damian Pierce, but who's my third? Who's my second one? Cooks, Almond Ross, St. Brown, Damian Pearson. Who else? Elijah Moore. Um, I, I mean, it's St. Brown. It's St. Brown and Pierce all the way. Okay. You that, know, that's I, what I was thinking, but I was just yeah. making sure because I'm like. I mean, any, I, I, anything cook, can. Cook anything can happen, mm-hmm. bro. Anything can happen, but it's like those are, those are your monsters right there. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the, you, you don't you want to start your studs? Like you drafted? Where did you draft St. Brown? Uh, St. Brown, I think I got him in the ninth. Okay, that was a steal. Do you, do you know he's going in like round four or five right now? Like like yeah. you know. So well, I, I mean, mean, I got a lot of people way late. Like I mean, I got Damian Pierce. I think in the eight. You know what's funny though like, is is you're disrespecting Damian Pierce and St. Brown because of where you drafted him. 
If anybody right now was in a draft tonight, they would draft Damian Pierce at the end of the fourth round or top of the fifth round. They would draft St. Brown in the fourth round. And do you think those people would be Mm -hmm. contemplating benching either one? No, because they wouldn't have any other options. They would have spent high draft capital on them. You can always tell when somebody drafted early. Because like you're when you're considering mm-hmm. putting Pierce and St. Brown on the bench, you are you are tying your own draft ADP to those players' upside. Like you need to. I don't know if you know the the Seinfeld episode where Jerry takes his car in and the mechanic doesn't appreciate how Jerry's been treating the car, so he steals the car and doesn't give it to Jerry. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like you don't deserve to own Pierce and St. Brown right now. Get them out into your onto the lineup onto the field. Well, I've got Javante Williams, and I'd have a hard time not starting Saquon Barkley, even though I know you're not a fan. But I got him in the fifth, so I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm I'm jo- I'm more joking with you, but but you when you get them that late, you're afforded to have them as depth, so it's kind of tough. On, I, I get it, but but of the of the yeah. options you gave me, St. Brown and Pierce are goes, bro. Put them in St. Brown. St. Brown is he's done nothing but deliver since week 13, bro. Nothing but deliver. Mm-hmm. You know, like, we really going to doubt this kid? Done. Like, I mean, I, 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 St. Brown was already in. He was sitting in my flex. But I'll move St. Brown to my wide receiver, too, and push Cooks out. It's just, Cooks is safe, and that's the only reason why I kind of had him in there. He's just, he's just safe. That's yeah. the only reason. I hear you. And, and, and I, don't, I, don't mind, I don't mind it if you if you did it. Like, it wouldn't be the end of the world. But yeah. I personally think it's smarter to, to go with the guy that's continued to drop massive points all over the field from week 13 14 15 16 17 18 top five wide receiver pretty much in every single one of those weeks too and he's coming in with a chip on his shoulder uh they drafted a a wide receiver it's supposed to take over and be the number one bro st brown's got something to say about his dad's a a mr universe two times mr universe this guy's taught him how to train how to condition how to keep his body healthy and and st brown remembers every wide receiver that was drafted ahead of him just he probably has tattoos on his body of every wide receiver drafted ahead of him. <laughs> this guy, you don't sit this man on the bench. All right, man. Pre- appreciate Damn your around. call. Thank you. Talk yeah. To you. yeah, call anytime. All right, phone lines are open. Dial in. Uh, this this is a call from Joe. Joe, you're live on the show. Hey, what's going on, buddy? What's up, Joe? All right, so I got two tough ones for you. The first one is. ETN or Damian Pierce? I, I don't know what to do. Um, I mean, that, that is a tough one. I, I admit, you know, I, I struggle with that question, and I get that question a lot. Um, I, I think, I'm leaning towards Damian, but I don't know. Yeah, I ultimately, I ultimately lean toward Damian. Uh, for week okay. one, for week one, I mean, it's a tough matchup, but at the same time, it's not like they're they're. Uh, there's some injuries there, and there's some reasons why Pierce, I think, could could definitely deliver. I think Pierce is like probably a hundred and a touchdown feel to him. Whereas ETN, we kind of know what we expect out of him. Will we see it in week one? How will Jacksonville be in their first game out after dismantling and rebuilding from the from the horrible regime right before it? Uh, it's a reset year. I really do like Trevor Lawrence, but I, I kind of want to wait and see when my option and alternative is Damian Pierce. So run Damian Pierce out onto the field without much of a hesitation, my man. All right, perfect. Yeah, I was leaning that way. Um, and then the next one is uh, Deontay Johnson said he's going to play. 
but I also have Christian Kurt that I can put him in. I just feel like he has a better matchup with his corner, and I feel like he's safer because he gives volume in his PPR. I just don't want to put Deontay out there and then he he mess around and have to leave the game. Yeah, here here's you know what, what I, I do. You have another option? Is there like an option you're not telling me about that might even be better? I don't think there's anybody better to be honest with you than than those than those two guys. Uh, I had Josh Allen and uh, and uh, what's the other receiver? Not Diggs. The other one. I had them two, so I got a good start. That's why I was thinking, like maybe I should just put Kurt in and be safe because I already like am up in that in that league. Um, because I mean Deontay obviously has the upside, but if he gets hurt, then he can just screw me. Yeah, uh, but, but the, the, those are the two best options. There's no, there's I have like Olave, but like who knows? Like, you know what I mean? I kind of want to see him. Yeah, but I I guess I guess I'd say like you invested in in Deontay at a high draft capital you know like I, i'd almost if he's playing it almost throw him out there i feel like he's over kirk he's probably worth the risk you know kirk's safer but like what you know i don't know trust your gut but my 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 opinion would be if you drafted deontay and invested him the way that you probably did you're you're literally going to put a what where'd you get him fifth round probably too early but no this this, this was an auction league i actually i actually got Burrow and Josh Allen, and then uh, Javante and Dalvin Cook, and then I just waited and I got like him, Terry McLaurin, and uh, Gabe Davis as my I, three receivers, and then I had the bench guy. So I would throw, like I said, I'm up in that league because Josh Allen went off. I would throw Deontay out there, even though I don't love him, but just just for the upside. Okay, but and but then the but, other thing was uh, those are the two leagues, so I appreciate it. The, the thing about uh, McCaffrey is I heard he just got cleat. It's like he got cleat. He got hit by a cleat. But he's not – he doesn't really have, like, a problem. Yeah. That's, like they, it was, like, misinterpreted. So, I don't know if you know that, but – Yeah, there's, there's people that, that reported it differently. Um, it's just a shin issue. But just because you got cleated doesn't mean there isn't, a, uh, you know, a, a, a bruise of some kind that's going to cause, like, pain and, and you know – like you could get cleated, bro, and still have like a crack in your shin bone. You know what I mean? Like remember, remember a shin injury yeah, is yeah. all that the Gibson had last year, and everyone said he had a broken leg, and they're like, no, it's shin splints, basically. Well, guess what? Shin splints is pretty bad, and that is in a sense a broken part of the leg or cracked part of the the shin bone. So yeah. like, I, I, I while I agree with you when he got cleated, and you're like, okay, he just got cleated. Why was he sitting out if he just got cleated? Like, think about that. You know, like something had to happen to where he got cleated in a way he had to sit out. So what happened to his shin? How sore was it? What what kind of, a little bit more complicated than that. But I know a lot of people want to rush to be like, oh, it was just the cleating. He just got, it was a paper cut. He's fine. He wouldn't have been sitting out if it was fine. But hopefully, hopefully he's okay. Yeah, I got him in one league just because he was a cheap keeper. So... That's the only reason why, but like I don't have too much stock in him. But I did get I did get Burrow and uh, and uh, Javante, and I got Josh Allen in a super flex league. And Josh Allen looks crazy, and I know Joe Burrow is going to be nice too. So yeah. that's the league that I'm worried about. Okay, but all right, Joe, I got to go to the next call. Appreciate you. Dial in anytime, pal. Bye. Thank you. Uh, sorry to jump on you there, Joe. I just. Got to keep the show moving, pal. Love you. Appreciate you. Thank you for calling in. 
Uh, this super chat's from Michael. Pick one running back two, Mitchell, ETN, or Penny. Give me ETN of that group. I, I don't mind Mitchell. Um, G Money, you still here? I hope, I'm sorry it took me so long to answer this question. Would you offer Trey Lance and Pollard, Thielen, Ayuk for Burrow? Trey Lance, Pollard, Thielen, Ayuk for Burrow. That's a lot of players. Uh, depends if the waiver wire is really rich. Then I, pro- I probably would because you could pick up like, you know, Rashad White, Isaiah Likely for your tight end spot. Like, it, I'd be tempted to do that. I love Burrow this much that I would be tempted to do that. It depends on your depth, though. You know what I'm saying? You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. How can I help you? Yo, good to hear with you from you. Just a new subscriber and I love what you're doing. Attaboy. Um, quick question. I got a, I'm in a half-point PPR keeper league. Um, I have Cooper Cup, who's my keeper, and I've got CMC. But my problem is the flex. Um, I've got a bunch of rookies on my squad, and I have Damian Pierce, who I will be starting in one flex with that second flex. Should I go Brees Hall, or should I take a risk with uh, possibly Alave? Or um, well, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to touch Drake London because it sounds like he'll probably not be playing. Um, I go Hall. I, I mean, Alave's got some upside, I suppose, but I go with the big home run hitter, the 4.39 speed, the guy that's going to get half the work at least, and then all he's got to do is pop one off. And and I don't care what a coach says. I don't care what a coach, you know, it, it intends to do. Like, if you put a guy in the field and he breaks off an 80-yard run, you know, a 55-yard run, all it's going to take is one carry for him to pop off a 40, 50-yard. Like, he's a 4.39 running back. People forget he's a bruiser. He's amazing between the tackles, but he also runs a 4.39. And and I just think at some point, you you know, you stick with a hot hand if your hot hand's breaking off big runs. So I, I would roll the dice with Hall um, if that's even considered rolling the dice. But um, you're not crazy to like Alave, but as a rookie, I kind of need to wait and see. Exactly, and that's kind of how I feel about Tolbert as well, because he's another option. Yeah, Gallup's out, but Tolbert's still got something to prove to me before I start rolling him out, you know. Absolutely. All right, no, I appreciate it. Hey, what was your your name? Uh, Brandon. Brandon, appreciate you, man. Glad you you found the show. How'd you find it, by the way? Just a recommendation on looking around? Actually, YouTube, yeah. Um, And and it popped up clearly, because I like to go through all of them and see who's really accurate and uh, your show popped up, and I've actually caught a few of your other cats as well. So um, it's probably been about two weeks now, and I'm going back reviewing your stuff, and hey, I love it. Awesome, And man. I got the Hurts A.J. Uh, Brown stack as well in my draft. So. Nice. I love, that. I love that stack. It's a fun. It's going to be so fun. The Eagles are, are such a fun underdog, you know, scenario. Like everyone doubting them. Hurts is not a good, you know, he's a dink and dunk passer. Like, get ready. Get ready. He's a three. He could throw three hundred yards any given Sunday. Any given Sunday, this guy could throw four hundred yards. I keep telling people, out of all the quarterbacks in the NFL, he's in the top five as a, as a guy. I would predict, like if you said, tell me a guy right now that's going to throw for four hundred yards this weekend. He's one of five guys I would name on the regular and say he's yeah. four hundred yard. He's that kind of quarter. People don't even understand it. They think he's a dink and dunk two hundred yard passer. He's not. And, and and he could run for seven, eight hundred, nine hundred yards. He may end up being a four thousand, one thousand rusher, four thousand yard passer, one thousand yard rusher at some point in his career. And that's gonna be phenomenal. Oh, yeah. We saw that we saw that yeah, we saw that in Alabama as well as Oklahoma. I mean, he's up there in Heisman voting for a reason. Yeah. 
keep doubting them, people. Keep doubting them. I love it. All right, man. Appreciate you, Brandon. Call in any time, man. Appreciate you. Take care. Yeah. All right. Kyle, you still here? Cameron with a super chat. Kyle with a super chat. Uh, Jensen with a super chat. Let me get these super chats out of the way. Michael with a super chat. And uh, I think that catches me up. Doc. Doc said, I think Doc with a super chat. Yes, sir. Kyle, G Money. G Money, thank you. Um, G Money, I, you're still here, right? And I took care of your question, right? Let me see. G Money, G Money, G Money. Pollard, are you? Yeah. So Bur- I like Burrow if you have the depth for it, G Money. It's tough, though, to know what's going on exactly with your roster. But uh, Smitty got Cup, Javante, Monty, Pierce, DK, Russell Wilson, Fryermuth, Cooks, Madison, Bateman, Walker, Olave, Dobbs, White, 12. P- 12 team PPR. What do you think? Uh, I mean, I mean, I love Cup, Javante, and your QB is who? Uh, who's your Russell Wilson? So Russell Wilson, Javante, Cup, Damian Pierce, DK, Fryermuth, Cooks, Madison. I do like it. You, I feel like Doc. You're probably one, one move away, Broski. One move away. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean, you know, you ever, there's a lot of teams that are going to be close, right? You're going to come out of your draft. There's like five of you that are in the mix. And I feel like that. I feel like you're not going to be standing out above them. You're going to be with them. You're very, very good, very good squad. Monty's someone I'd love to trade. Monty and Bateman for one slightly better running back. Uh, or, or actually, because you got Pierce, I mean, maybe you go... Monty, and I know you might like that running back depth, but I would go Monty and Bateman for A.J. Brown. Monty and Bateman for Tyreek Hill. Probably hard to get that one done, but just throwing things out. Um, Monty and Bateman for Kyle Pitts. Like, just throwing things out that are going to be kind of hard to do, but those would be difference-making moves for you and to put you above the rest. I just don't trust Monty. I'm not huge on Bateman, and I think getting rid of those guys for one better player safer. Even if those guys work out, you're getting a player that you absolutely love, so you're not going to lose sleep over those guys working out. Pick one, running back two, Mitchell, ETN, Penny. Um, Give me ETN. And I think I already answered that one. Uh, Kyle, Flip, Miles, and Waddle. Miles Sanders and Waddle for Swift and Kirk. Oh, God, that's amazing. That's totally Smitty approved, bro. That's a fantastic... Just been Smitty approved. That's a great trade. Waddle and Miles. Miles Sanders is someone I would not want on my roster at all. Waddle and Swift is so such a good buy low. Jensen says uh, uh, more Jacobs, Pollard, Hollywood, Brown, Higgins, standard scoring pick two. One has to be a wide receiver. And Lancer Dak, I probably go Dak this week until we see Kit, you know, because Kittle out and all that. I just I like Lance a lot, but I probably I'd say Dak safer. So two and one's got to be a wide receiver. Um, I assume that's DJ Moore, Higgins, and DJ DJ Moore or Hollywood Higgins for sure, and then probably DJ Moore or Hollywood. Uh, what do you guys think in the in the chat, Higgins? Uh, or DJ Moore or Hollywood? Who would you start, DJ Moore or Hollywood? Flipped Miles Sanders and Waddle. Already got that one. That's fantastic. Cameron, would you trade AJ Brown for Javante and Bateman? Yeah, because Javante is a, a 2.1 smash for me. I'd take him anywhere in round two, 
even though his value's like lower than that. He's a home run, best value pick in round two, and AJ Brown's a round three player. And and, and Bateman's not uh uh you're getting Bateman on top of that. Bateman's no you could throw him into another deal and make a trade. Absolutely take Javon. I don't care what your team looks like. I'm doing that trade. I'll move other things around. I'm doing that trade. That's a home run trade. Smitty, my friend, who drafted Akers? Smitty, my friend, who drafted Akers was shocked about his performance last night and I couldn't stop laughing, especially after your halftime video on Instagram. Thank you, Kyle. Kyle, I'm sorry it took so long to to answer your question. $10 plus super chat. Kyle, are you still here? Can you confirm you're still here? Kyle's here. Kyle's here. Kyle, I'm sorry it took so long to answer that question. Hope that doesn't detour you away from the future of dropping those super chat wads. My bad, my bad. My bad, Kyle. Thank you for dropping the super. Uh, who else dropped one? Kyle. Uh, thank you, Cameron. Thank you. Gabriel with the $5 hauler. Gabriel said, Brady, CMC, Barkley, Connor, T, Higgins, Gabe, Davis, Muth. I just got offered Mixon, DJ Moore, and Pierce for CMC, Gabe, Davis, and Dylan. Um, uh, what's up, Zach? Appreciate you calling in. Hold on one second while I answer the what's super. Up? Hold on one second while I answer the super chat real quickly. Brady, CMC, Barkley, Connor, T, Higgins, Gabe, Davis, Muth. I just got, got offered Mixon, DJ Moore, and Pierce for CMC, Gabe, Davis, and Dylan. Uh, Mixon, DJ Moore, and Pierce for CMC, Gabe, Davis, and Dylan. I would say no. You can't do that. I like Pierce a lot, but you can't do that. N- negative on that one. What's up? What can I help you with? What's up, Smitty? All right. I have uh, this team that I crafted in an in-person auction draft, and I wanted to get your uh, thoughts on it and what I can do to improve it. Okay. All right, so I have uh, one QB, two running backs, three wide receivers, and a flex, and then obviously a tight end. Um, So my quarterback is Tom Brady. My RB1 is Aaron Jones. My RB2 is Clyde Edwards-Alaire. My wide uh, hey, hey, actually, can you, can, you, can you start over again for me real quick? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Brady is my quarterback. Aaron Jones is my RB1. Clyde Edwards-Alaire is my RB2. Justin Jefferson as my wide receiver one. T. Higgins as my wide receiver two. Jalen Waddle is my wide receiver three. Dalton Schultz at tight end, and Tony Pollard on flex. Okay. You want to know what to do to improve? Yeah. How do I improve that team? Because I know my my running backs aren't that strong, but I feel like my wide receivers are. So I just wanted to get your take on what you thought I should do with this team and this build. Yeah, um, that's a tough one. I, I would say uh, Waddle and Clyde for one better player. Waddle and Aaron Jones for one monster. Um, Clyde and... I mean, that's the only place you could really go with it. You can't really... You could trade Aaron Jones up using Waddle, but then you're just like... You're kind of thin, you know? So, like, if I'm going to trade Waddle with CEH or... Waddle and CEH should get you something decent. And what, what you go after, I suppose... Let me see... 
I guess Aaron Jones. What do you think you could get for Aaron Jones and Waddle? Do you think someone would give you like a a, t- a first round running back? I mean, I mean, it depends who it is. But probably. Who's your depth? Like, what what do you have on the bench? That's the problem. I don't have that much depth. Yeah. I mean, I have Rashad White. I have uh, MVS, Joshua Palmer, Christian Watson, Alec Pierce. Garrett Wilson, Eno Benjamin. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that you can make much of a a change, bro. I think I think it, you basically, you know, you'd either have to trade JJ and get like a a wide receiver and a running back and a wide receiver that you love, like Debo or somebody high up like that. I don't know. I don't know that you trading Waddle and Clyde. Unless you're gonna get like a a Diggs or an Adams or a, even a Lamb's a little bit, I, I'd probably take Lamb. Like if you get one of those players, maybe even a Debo, and then you throw Pollard into your running back spot, you're really thin at running back though. Not that Clyde's like a guarantee of any kind, but I don't know. I th- I think you're you might. It, I don't think this team's going to win at all unless you land that waiver wire guy of the year, which you could do. It's, it's something you could just make it your mission, you know, because if you added, like, picture adding last year's Eli Mitchell to this team, then all of a sudden you're in the top, you know, three or four, you know, and you could you could win it all. Right. So, I mean, you could just hang tight. That's what and, I'm hoping. I mean, I had Rashad White on the bench, so I'm just hoping yeah. that Rashad White turns into that. Yeah, you could hang tight with this team and just try and be that waiver wire monster, bro. I you know Waddle Higgins yeah. and Schultz and JJ are very very underrated. Brady and Aaron Jones is pretty solid. If Pollard landed for you, that might be all you need. You know, Pollard alone could make this thing work. But but right. I, I'm just right. I, I feel like so I'm looking at your team here. And it's like JJ was your first rounder. Aaron Jones was your second rounder. I think where you made your mistake maybe is and I'm not trying to say I don't like Higgins, but. Higgins was your third rounder, and I've, as I've said all offseason long, you guys are taking Higgins and, and Pittman too early. They have lots of value, but you're taking the second wide receiver on a team as your third drafted player, and it's a very potent offense. I like Higgins a lot, but Higgins and Pittman should have never breached round three, in my opinion, because I feel like it just leaves you with a team that looks like this where it's like you're almost there. It's not bad at all. You have a very good team. But you're, it's like you're lacking this one play. It almost feels like you're missing a third round pick. You know, Higgins and Waddle both feel like fourth round, or Waddle feels like a four five. Higgins feels like a top of round four. I'm giving him respect. I'm not saying Higgins is bad, but he feels like a top of round four player, not a third drafted player. So right. I mean, that's the problem. I mean, auction, you never really know how it's going to go. Yeah. And I ended up just getting Higgins that way. So, yeah, I, I mean, it worked you. out this way. I, It's just like, you're right. It's like almost there, but it's not quite there. Yeah. Pa- Pollard could be it, though. You know, you want to ride it out for a week or two. I mean, the very very least, you know, Waddle could gain more value than he has right now. CEH could gain more value than he has right now. So, like, waiting and rolling it out into week one and not having that pressure of, oh, I got to deal this now. I got to get the change now. I got to make this move now. You don't have to. You can let these guys gain value. Maybe Aaron Jones looks like a monster. You could always try and trade Aaron Jones if he has a big game for, let's say, Javante or Swift struggle. You know, there's always buy low opportunities coming out of week one. So if Javante or Swift struggle, maybe you trade Aaron Jones for Javante in in, in an A.J. Brown, you know. 
Like, so, so just look for a deal after you'll be all right. Right. All right. For sure. Thanks. All right, I let, appreciate let it. I'll yeah. also be looking out for that, uh, that, uh, week one, you know, uh, buy low, sell high video. Yes, sir. Related. All right. Later, bro. Yep. WRM with the super chat. Appreciate you. Um, Rodney with the super chat. Appreciate you. Joey with the super chat. Thank you. Kind sir. And let me get through these super chats. Kyle with the super chat. Oh, I already got that one flipped. Ah, oh, that, that swift trade. Unbelievable. Joey. Trades Patterson and Boyd for Damian Pierce. Total win. Like smash, Joey. Like you blasted him. Like veto material. Unbelievable. Hertz, Eckler, William, C-E-H. Uh, hey, J- Jake from Bo- uh, Jake from Boston, hang tight for me le- while I answer the super chat question real quick. Um, Hertz, Eckler, Williams, C C D, Sutton, Gibson, Rams, D got Prescott, Gainwell, uh, Claypool on my bench. Should I make a move? Hertz, Eckler, Javante, C D, Sutton, Gibson. Very very good team. Um, I mean, I would I would only trade like Gibson and. I don't. Th- I don't think you need to make a move. Would I trade Gibson and Sutton for like one bigger monster? I probably would. But Rodney, that's a really good team. Roll it out there. Gibson and Sutton for one player. You know, think like second round type of player. Burrow, Lance, J.J. Higgins, running back, Javante Singletary, Kittle, Cooks, Waddle, Gabe Davis on the bench. Why is Gabe Davis on the bench? Uh, because you have J.J. and Higgins, and you can only start two wide receivers, maybe. Um, man, I would trade Cooks and Singletary for one better player. I'd trade Waddle and Cooks for one better wide receiver. JJ Higgins is fantastic. Javante, yeah, just trying to upgrade Singletary. Use Waddle, use Cooks. I'd trade all three for a monster if you could, WRM. Hey, what's up, pal? What can I help you with? This is uh, Jake, right? Yeah, this is Jake. From What's Boston. up, Jake? Hey, Teddy. Uh, by the way, I was the winner of the beast hoodie, so I'll definitely I'll send you a pic over when it. Oh, arrives. okay, Jake. Yeah, you know what? I, it's funny because I'm glad you said that because I would never would have put that together because you know how many people <laughs> I talk to there, Jake. How many people I talk to there, you know, even even if your name was, uh, you know, something strange like uh, I don't know, um, that da- like like a unique name like Dallas. Like I talked to so many people, you you would I, would, I do not put things together. Uh, so yeah, Jake, Jake winning the, um, the beast fun. hoodie and, and this, this one, this is what we're giving away here on, on the show. This, uh, Reptilicus t-shirt is going to be given away in the panic chamber a week two episode. So yeah, send a, send a, 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 a photo. If you could tag me on Instagram in the stories and I'll re I'll repost it. Absolutely. I'll definitely do that. It's a sweet, sweet um, hoodie, bro. I- yeah, it's, it's dope. I'm super excited to sport it. Um, so I need the whiteboard because I'm going to have to review this afterwards. Um, I have a problem with my RB2 situation. I just wanted kind of your take on it. So I have Swift, obvious RB1. Then I have between Brees Hall, Ramondre Stevenson, Tony Pollard. Um, and I mean not really considering him because I don't even think he's playing with Kenneth Walker. So to like those three, Pollard, Stevenson, and Hall, 
what's the direction you take that in? Um, so in week one, I probably would go Stevenson until we see what Hall's workload's going to be. But it could go either way, man. The wind blows a certain way. I'm going to go, I'm going to lean that way. Like I, I could see, you know, ask it tomorrow night too, if you can, but, but Stevenson for right now, I think they really want to use him as like a, an Alvin Kamara type player. And while new England's like, kind of like a scary offense to like rely upon in fantasy. So is the New York jets to a lot of people's, you know, thinking. So I, I, I think, I think ultimately Stevenson feels like the most bang for the buck right now. But Swift is obviously okay. a, a monster. But you know, Hall, Hall will get there. I, I was just gonna say. So I have, um, I have DJ Moore, CD Lamb, and Terry McLaurin as my three like starting wide receivers. One of them is a flex. Would you like consider moving one of them for a running back? Which one? Wait, who do you have? I have DJ Moore, CD Lamb, and uh, Terry McLaurin. As my three like starting lineup wide receivers, one of them's a flex. But uh, so you can basically would you move one of those guys. Yeah, I mean, I, I would consider. I'm not a huge fan of DJ Moore. I don't mind him, but like, okay. would I trade DJ Moore and Stevenson for one better player? Sure. Who would that be? Debo, Tyreek Hill. Um, I'm thinking second round wide receiver because DJ Moore is like flirted with the end of round three top of four you know top of five like he's been all over the place but i feel like you know or, or if it was hall and dj Moore, maybe you could get uh i mean you may even get like a javante right now off the news for for hall and dj Moore. i mean I, i'd try okay i'd try all right that's the direction i'll go then all right thank you thank you very much man i appreciate yeah, it yeah call anytime jake kind of concerned for week one yeah, pre- you, appreciate you, man. Jake, winner of the hoodie. Uh, WRM, hopefully that helped you. Um, sorry, I didn't have any other ideas off the top of my head. Should I make a move? I think I got Rodney's team right. Hertz, Eckler, Williams, CD, Sutton, Gibson. Yeah, Gibson and Sutton would be a good player to pack. Two players to package for one. Um, you're live on the fantasy football show. Who am I talking to? This is Spiffy Ship. What's up, Spiffy? <laughs> What's up, Smitty? Hey, so you said um, you said this I is Sp- you know, said this is Spiffy, uh, right? Spiffy. Yeah, yeah, Spiffy. Nice. What's up? <laughs> yeah, so I just wanted to get your opinion on uh, specific, just two players uh, between Tua and Justin Fields. Well, how do you feel about those two? Um, tough matchup for Fields. Uh, and I think, you know, while I like him, I think he's a developmental guy that's going to, you know, have highs and lows and have to kind of do a lot of things by himself. And when he's successful executing and carrying the team on his back, he's going to look really good. When he doesn't get those rushing touchdowns and he's got to rely on, you know, his team the whole time, the whole way in a, t- in a tough matchup, he could fall apart. Tua feels probably safest. I think the thing that this guy's got in his favor is Tyreek Hill makes him look like a really good quarterback. And all he does is throw the ball up and Tyreek Hill just runs under it and it makes Tua look like he's, you know, this most accurate quarterback in the league. I like Tua a little more than I did. I'm going to admit it. But I probably roll with Tua right now. 
Um, you know, I know he plays New England, but it's at home. I don't know that New England feels like this, you know, super, super tough, tough, tough matchup. It feels like it's a doable game here for the Dolphins to look pretty impressive in their opening, you know, opening game with uh, this new regime and this pass, this uh, wide back heavy offense. I think it's going to be wide back central. I think we're going to see Hill be used in a lot of ways. Waddle used in a lot of ways that we saw Debo used. It's going to be fun to watch. Definitely attract attract me. Yeah, hopefully, man. Uh, g- give me two of this week, but I, yeah, I'm I, don't, not, I mean, I, I don't love them long term, but cool, cool. That, that's great to hear, man. Because I'm also a Dolphins fan, so <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty good on them as well. Yeah. Um, on the what was the other? Oh, okay, yeah. This is not my team. This is my my cousin's team. But he, I guess, just one. He literally just texted me this, so maybe you can help him out. Um. What do you think about this trade? I guess in the vacuum, in this case. Jamar Chase, send out Jamar Chase, and you receive A.J. Brown and Josh Jacobs. No. Uh, easy no. Like, first of all, this guy might be replaced by Zamir White at some point very, very soon. He's in a running back by committee. Jacobs is, I don't want to call him trash. But he's trash. <laughs> you know, could he do well in week one, week two? Sure. But don't. No, no. I love A.J. Brown, but you don't trade this kind of person because this is your advantage. This is why you're doing the trade because it's a downgrade as much as I love A.J. Brown. This is what you're after. Jacobs is your target. Tell your cousin to shape up and get on the show and start studying a little bit more. <laughs> you know, here, this is for your cousin. I will tell him. Oh, I'm gonna tell him. I'm gonna tell him. I'm gonna show him this clip, actually. <laughs> yeah, you show you, you show him. Um, I will. I definitely will. All right, Smitty. Um, thanks for everything. Um, I I I don't know if you remember my my text from last week, the super chat, but about my team, you said to trade away one of my tight ends. Um, I'm thinking. Uh, I'm gonna wait until the waiver wire goes through because my waiver wire, I'm locked in at number one. Because I had the last pick of the draft, so I'm waiting to see how this week shapes up, and then maybe revisiting how how my team does. All right, bro. After this weekend, we'll call in and we'll try and work it out for you. We'll do. We'll All do. right, thanks, thanks Biffy. Appreciate, appreciate you. All right, Caleb. Uh, look at the tape. Geno s- stares at DK. Russ ignored DK. Seahawks suck, and we'll be losing high volume DK. Win leagues. Take my word for it. I mean, K- Caleb's not wrong. I think people are just absolutely off the rocker thinking DK Metcalf is this bad player that's priced into round five and six value. Caleb's right. DK wins leagues. I've been saying it all off season long. Some of the best value in fantasy football 2022 DK Metcalf in round five, six. It's absolutely been a steal off season long. I've been trying to tell people only people like Caleb know what's going on with it. It seems it's, it's, it's the easiest smash in round six, seven other than Burrow, you know, and when you could get Damian Pierce there. But DK Metcalf is a great buy low. Him and him and him and Gino have a good rapport. And, and DK is one of the best. Go up and get a 50-50 ball type of player in the NFL. And and people are worried about him when he's priced into round six, seven or round five, six value. 
It's insane. Caleb, I agree. Thank you for the super chat, by the way. Uh, 12 team PPR, Kyler, CMC, Swift, Keenan Allen, Elijah Moore, Tony, Mark Andrews, Kirk, Dotson, Brees Hall, Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> what are you doing on an Odell right now, Kyle? You could have a Rashad White on your roster. Ben from Texas knows all about that. Ben from Texas, what's up? Hey, Smitty, how's it going? I'm good. Hey, hold hold real quick while I answer this question. So, Kyler, CMC, Swift, Keenan Allen, Elijah Moore, Tony, uh, Kadarius, Tony, Mark, Anders, Kirk. Will you try and improve anywhere? So, Kyler, CMC, and Swift is very, very solid. Keenan Allen, Elijah Moore, Mark, Andrews, very, very solid. Uh, there's not much you can do other than if you were to, to contemplate what I said, trade CMC for a Javante and an AJ Brown, something like that. Go see what the Javante owner has. Uh, Najee, if you could down, down, downgrade into uh, into Najee using CMC to get another wide receiver. But it has to be a big piece. Past that, you're kind of waiting. Or you trade Andrews and you try and use uh, like a cheaper tight end avenue and get another big name wide receiver in. Like I would take Debo or uh, Tyreek Hill or obviously any wide receiver up above for Andrews because Andrews was not a second round player to me. So give me a second round player and then I'd find out another way to attack tight end. But that would be me, Kyle. Appreciate your super chat, and hopefully that helps you. And what's up, my man? What can I help you with? Ben, right? Ben from Texas. Yes. <laughs> hey, uh, Smitty, no, I, I wanted to run something by you. Um, I'm pretty happy with my team, but I feel like I'm missing a top uh, RB, uh, and I was wondering if I need to make any trades. Okay, hit me with it. All right, so I got uh, I got Dak. I got JJ Lamb as my wide receivers and uh, St. Brown. Uh, running backs, I got ETN, Pierce. And on the bench, I got Brees Hall, uh, Damian Harris, and Pollard. And I got Goddard for my tight end. Um, like I said, I feel good, but I feel like I'm missing, you know, a, a stronger RB. So I don't know if to move JJ. I know they offered me Najee, but I don't know. I mean, seeing how Cooper Cup did, I'm kind of scared to let go of JJ. Well, I mean, you could do JJ for Najee if he gives you something else because JJ's a top five player. Najee's fell down to round, the end of round one. So one for one, no. But if he give you like a, okay. a, a wide receiver that's of significant value, but you don't even need it because you can only start three wide receivers. Is that correct? Or can, uh, can you start four? No, it's two wide receivers and a flex. So I got St. Brown on my flex. Yeah, so you can't, you can't, you can't put St. Brown on the bench anyway. So your only thing is like, do you trade? Well, I guess if you traded JJ, if you traded JJ for Najee, I mean, he probably. It sounds like he's probably trying Lamb. to. He's probably trying to do it straight up, and I, you can't do that. Um. What wide receivers? Yeah, yeah, does, what wide receivers does he have? He has. Uh, uh, he has Hill, um, Hill, Deontay Johnson, uh, Cooper, Kirk, Elijah Moore. So he's got Hill. He's got Hill and Najee. For your JJ and, I mean, what do you do, Brees Hall? Yeah, I mean, I, it, Brees Hall's on my bench right now, and Damian Harris as well. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I would contemplate this. JJ and Hall for Najee and Hill. I would do that. I'd do that if I was in your situation. Oh. Now, he may not do that, but I'm I'm just saying that's what I'm thinking. He's probably thinking, oh, I can get his top five player by giving him an RB. Here, why don't I just why didn't I just draft Najee at number five overall, Bob? Like, you know, if he's going to be asking you for for the straight up swap, like no. But like Hill yeah. Hill and Hall, I mean, I would do that that upgrade there to do this downgrade here. Because JJ to Najee is a downgrade. Okay. Okay, sounds good. I'll go ahead and uh, I'll give it a shot. All right, bro. Later. All right. Thanks a lot, Smitty. Yep. Appreciate it. Um, Carter, Flex 1.5 PPR, Travis Etienne, Pierce, or Sutton. Give me, give me Pierce. I get asked this question probably more than any question on the planet right now. Is Pierce versus ETN? I don't know why that was. Everybody that owns Pierce owns ETN because they're watching my show and I've been talking to both. So people own both. But I see that quite, and I don't to to honestly answer it like Pierce. But I'm I'm on the fence about it. Like it's really hard. Like you're I don't I don't envy your situation. And I have it myself, and I'm waving I'm wavering too. It's like ETN and Pierce. Pierce and ETN, they're both monsters, bro. I, I just I feel a little bit more comfortable with Pierce in week one for some reason. I think the volume is going to be guaranteed. ETN, I, I want to wait and see what's going on. Like, I just don't want any unknowns, you know, as far as, like, the offense doesn't look where it needs to look yet because it's transitioning, you know, it's this is the first game in the new regime. Trying to repair itself from the Urban Meyer debacle. So I, I'm just a little bit more weary if I'm in that situation, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I love the ETN. I'm starting ETN across the board in like my leagues, but in this scenario, not going to lie. Hope Pierce fumbles the bag so I can pick him up in the trade. Well, we don't agree on that because I don't want him fumbling the bag in week one. And if he does fumble the bag, I mean, that could put him in a risky territory to hold onto the job or something. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I, I, I hear you who that, what that, but I don't know. I don't want him. Someone tell Smitty that the draft is over. So dumb. What what are you talking about, bro? What what are you even saying? The draft is over so dumb. What's so dumb? Jay? David, whatever your name is, David. You know, David, that's that's honestly That's it. Probably too much. Yeah, David, it was too much. Enjoy. Enjoy, David. Someone tells me the draft is over. So dumb. What are you talking about? I mean, you like the channel. Why you come in here and do that? You know, if, if the channel is important to you and you want to keep it in your life, why would you do that? After all that he came in and said the last time, David the Downer, after all the, the things he said the last time, negative David, D- David can enjoy another show. There you go, David. I've, fr- I've freed you from your obligation of watching this channel. Because um, that wasn't his first time. He's He's been warned. Okay, uh, I, that's it for today's show. We've been live for, what's it been, two hours? How long has it been? I don't know. It's been 
four, oh, two and a half hours, two and a half hours. Um, I'm live Monday through Friday, every Monday through Friday. You can catch me right here on the channel. Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern, it is Friday. But we'll go live tonight to do some Q&A. Uh, Friday, I got the schedule on the YouTube channel um, on the, in the main banner, so check it out so you guys know what to expect um, every single day here on the channel. But I'm live Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern, in addition to all the other things that I'm going to drop. I'm live whenever news breaks, so something breaks, come here. Something breaks, come here. I should have probably went live when the Lamar Jackson news broke that he wasn't going to get his contract, but he's he's playing it out. Uh, we kind of already knew that. I already kind of did the, did the show yesterday on that, so I decided not to go live on it. But, you know, I, I usually go live whenever something like that's big. I left a super chat. says Adolfo. I'm sorry. Let me look for it, pal. I'm sorry. Adolfo, super chat. Smitty, approved. 10, team. Number six, PPR Hurts, Javante, Etienne Hall, A.J. Dillon, Walker, Algier, Rashad White, B-Rob, Justin Jefferson, um, Gabe Davis, Eli Moore, Andrews. That's a really, really good squad. Hurts, Javante, Etienne, Dillon. Very good. Hall, love it. J.J., Gabe Davis, Mooney, Andrews. Would I trade Mooney and ETN for one better player? I might. Swift comes to mind. Uh, would I trade Gabe Davis and AJ Dillon for a Swift? I would. Would I trade, and, and I'm, I'm just saying Gabe Davis because he's got ultra high value. It doesn't mean I don't like him, doesn't mean I'm predicting bust, but if you can use an AJ Dillon and Gabe Davis to sneak your way into a Javante type player, you already have Javante, or I would have said Javante. Swift is another one people are doubting to the tune of uh, dropping him into the second round. And I think that Gabe Davis, who has like fourth or fifth round value, probably right this second, if you were to draft right this second, A.J. Dillon's got about fourth round value. That's essentially two fourth rounders for a second. It's doable to expect a Swift in return. Um, past that, maybe A.J. Dillon and, uh, and Gabriel Davis for... And again, I just use Gabe because he's very high value. Maybe you could get yourself like a, 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 a an Adams-type wide receiver. But maybe you love Gabe Davis enough to not make that move. I don't know. That's a good team, bro. You don't really have to make any moves. I think all the players you have are going to gain value as the season moves along. So might be a safer thing to let A.J. Dillon gain some value. Might be safer to let ETN gain some value. Brees Hall to, to eventually gain his value. Walker, you've got... Uh, Gabe Davis, who could continue to, to cement himself into people's minds as a consistent guy. I mean, Mooney's going to have good value. Andrews, I would I would toy with toy around with the idea of trading Andrews away and getting a second round player because I think Andrews is is tough, a tough player to draft, but you did well with it. But I would I would definitely look to move him if you could get a second round talent to to plug right into that wide receiver three role which would make Gabe Davis your wide receiver two only if you can fill that void with another tight end that I like though you could buy low on Dawson Knox people freaking out about him or just roll this team into week one and and, and Dolfo come after some kind of you know deal once these guys gain value I, I don't think you need to make a move you're probably one of those people I would say hang tight let it play out because a lot of your players are going to go up in value and I think selling now is selling before they all peak a little bit 
Hit that thumb up button on your way out the door. Again, live Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Make sure you know I'm live whenever news breaks. If you, news breaks at all, some big news, a trade, a big injury, come to my channel immediately because I'll be going live. Underdog Fantasy, use promo code SMITTY. Match up to $100 of your first deposit. So definitely get on over there. Your season begins now on Underdog because you can play weekly DFS contests for the coming week. Week one only contest. Draft a lineup for week one. Win prizes and play DFS. Your season doesn't have to end. Your drafting season doesn't have to end because the fantasy season is, you know, the draft season is over you can draft every week on Underdog using promo code SMITTY. So go do that now. And the last Super Chat of the day was from T-Man. And T-Man says, Hawkinson or Albert O for tight end one Sunday. I lean Hawkinson until Albert O forces us to make a, you know, a move. You know what I'm saying? Forces us to make a move. He forces you to make a move, then you'll start him the next week. But Hawkinson can't be benched at this point. Carr or Wilson... Toss-up, bro. Probably lean Wilson, but I can't blame anybody for starting car. I'll see you all later tonight when we do a Q&A. Thank you all. Please subscribe if you haven't subscribed yet. Like um, Ramirez is saying here, on to 14K. Let's do it. We're at uh, 13.42, 13.4K. Let's get to 14, then to 15, then on to 20. See you all tonight. Terry says not so fast. Thank you, Terry. Appreciate you. Um, streaming tight end. Everett. Gerald Everett this week. Parham, Parham's out. Go Gerald Everett. He's pretty pretty decent. Make sure you pick up Likely. Maybe watch Likely for a week. I like Likely a lot. Um, Hollywood end of the seventh round is a very good value. Very, very good value. Josh Allen is my QB as well. Well, you had yourself a day, didn't you? You had yourself a day. Wait, you're doing a Q and A where tonight on the live on the live show here. We'll go live again. Tonight. Every Friday night, Broski. Every Friday night. Show where? ends in one minute. Didn't get cup because we're two QB league and my first pick we went to Allen. Well, Allen was a fantastic. Allen and Herbert were the number one and number two overall picks in Superflex leagues. No question about it. No question about it. Boyd, Claypool, keep one. I, I, I guess Claypool, but I don't love either. I'd rather go hit the waiver wire for somebody else. Higgins, Debo, St. Brown, Elijah Moore played Gabe Davis. Flex two, who should you choose? Um, St. Brown, Debo, Higgins. Oh my God. You got to make a trade. You're going you're gonna to get this wrong every week. Um, 
I mean, Higgins and Debo are, are high, higher draft capital players. Like, you've got to start Higgins, Debo. But putting St. Brown on the bench is so painful. I'm not going to tell you to do it, but, like, you can't really bench those other two guys. JLN, appreciate you subscribing. Guys, subscribe to the channel if you haven't. I'll see you all tonight. Thank you, Terry, for the super chat. I'll see you all tonight. Peace out. People are getting burrowed left and right, and people are going to remember it. Get, get, lamb.